Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. It's funny, I feel like you needed the whiteboard for that, even though none of that info. <laughs> yeah, I think something went wrong there because in my head I was about to say throwback edition, throwback edition, but it's not throwback edition, but it just feels so weird because it's a week without Joe. It's true. Either way, welcome back uh, to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Welcome, weirdos. Um, what we normally do here is quite simple. The three of us, uh, normally listen to every episode of the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, and then we rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernon's. And then, uh, normally we discuss each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, if you're an avid Joe Rogan listener, you know that this week, uh, he took it off. Obviously he's moving the family to Texas. One of you called that. I was wrong. I speculated that. I don't want to be a told you so guy. Oh, whatever. Maybe I told you so. You deserve it. Um, so Kamar was right. Joe took the week off, moved the family to Texas. Um, so I'm not going to lie. Normally, we would probably want to take the week off, which we've never done. Um, no, we have not. We're here for you guys. We did think about it, but we had an ad to fulfill. So here we are. I'm very glad we didn't. I like not having to listen to any Joes this week. I thought that was a breath of fresh air, but I would have missed our fireside chats. I also think this is a great exercise to see if we can make something out of nothing. <laughs> oh, well, we can definitely make something out of nothing. Oh, this is the test for when we get the cease and desist. Is that what you're saying? You got it, buddy. Gotcha. He moved okay. to Spotify. It can't be far off. Okay. Um, so, yeah, normally we would discuss <laughs> Joe and uh, the comings and goings, but there was nothing. So this week uh, we're going to just kind of riff. We went to the Patreon. We asked them if there's anything they wanted to talk about. <laughs> Whoa. That is you. dirty as a yeah. gas Oh, man. my God. <laughs> Wow, all documented on video. Meow. No uh no no cough buttons over here, guys. Um no fucking sneeze guard shields either. Oh yeah, so oh wow, I didn't even realize yet. Yeah, my bad. You need some plexiglass. Right at you. Yeah, right at that's you, huh? why we should be enclosed in bubbles. Mm-hmm. We should uh, yeah. yeah, whatever. Right and dirty. Let's do it. Um I, I need you to ask me about my week. Yeah, I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. I, he said let's do it and you didn't even give me a chance. Slow down, man. How was your week, Kamar? <laughs> uh, interesting week. Uh last week I went to a gender reveal party. And I thought it was stupid, but it was kind of exciting. Uh, and I wanted to ask Simon, uh, did you find out uh, your son was a boy before he was born? They tried to, like we tried to find out, but he was sitting cross-legged like the... In, in the womb. True yogi he is, I guess. And uh, he is not. And uh, yeah, so we didn't know. And it was a surprise. So when he came out a boy, I mean, I would have been happy for any <laughs> Of course, it's child, unconditional love. Of course. But I was very pleased that it was a boy. And so do you think now if you were to have a child, you'd participate in a gender reveal party or you just want to find no, out? No, I would just find out on my own. I find those gender reveal parties to be um, like gaudy. It's like people who have giant weddings. and Yeah, you know, there's only I'd, six I, people there. So I hate it. it. It's, oh, well, that's even weirder. Social okay. distancing. I mean, okay, sure. I, th- I thought it was interesting. It was a girl. Uh, and then yesterday I went to Kazubazua. Have you ever heard of that? Kajubajua mm-hmm. for a um, lawn tractor pull. Kazubazua. 
Kazi Bazuel. And that sounds like a great time. It was very interesting because this guy told us about it. And we're like, oh, we'll go check it out because in uh, Quebec, they're allowed events at 250. So we thought this was some event. But this was just uh, on someone's lawn in Kazubazua, oh. like two families. Well, that's really funny. It was super awkward. It was amazing having a superior intellect to anyone else there, but they had some pretty crazy tractors. Back in the day, we took uh, the kids to the carp fair, or one of those fairs. It was at the, uh, I guess it wasn't the carp fair, it was somewhere. One of those fairs at uh, the racetrack, mm-hmm. the horse track. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it was like a dirt bike, smash em up derby. They had all these different things. A like gearhead extravaganza. It was so fun, man. Like and some of the so engines like... And Shep at the time was a little kid and he loved trucks. You know, like boys go through that. They love anything mechanical. And he had such a good time. Well, it. these people were saying that normally they would do the um, fair circuit. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID and whatever, they'd be shut down. So they decided to throw this themselves. Well, it sounds like... The hillbilly Olympics. They were the hillbilliest of people. And I didn't know this. <laughs> Kazbazua, Kazabazua, I, I said it so many times. You got it. Um, is English. Correct. In Quebec. In Quebec, yeah. It's a very weird. Uh... But the hillbilly, like, I think there were 20 people there and they may have one set of teeth to the whole, <laughs> whole the group. Ha, have you seen the hillbilly Olympics? Do you I know not, what I'm talking about? Red, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, that's right. Neck. Of course I've seen that. No, I haven't. <laughs> well, you should check it out on YouTube. Okay, I will, obviously. Uh, the funniest thing is those, obviously these are all people missing their teeth, the hats, the plaids, the flannels. And there was one kid running around with blue hair. Like he was just the one outlier. Like these, I don't know if anyone here worked or anything. It was a little trailer park. It was quite cool. In Kazabazua, the drive up there is beautiful. Have you ever heard bucolic landscape? Bucolic sounds like a disease-ridden landscape. Yeah, the, the, well, anyways, I've heard the term, but it's the rolling hills with all the bales of hay. Like, That's what it's, it's called, bucolic? I'm going to double-check that. But uh, rolling hills, valleys, and whatnot, it was beautiful. No, we live in a great uh, part of the country, for sure, man. Like, we drive 25 minutes north, and you are in the mountains. No? Matt? You with us, buddy? Yeah, I'm. I'm just letting you guys go on about Casabazo. He's talking about his week. He seemed really. Don't you love to say it? it. Simon, how was your week? Um, my week was okay. It was an interesting week again with no Rogan, so didn't have to like worry about listening to any episodes. But knowing that we were going to kind of do something, I've been jotting down things of interest to me, and I like that. I like. Um, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if one day we had to just talk about our own shit. That's interesting. Uh, I, I wouldn't feel away by that. Just for yeah, the uh, reference, would. bucolic, relating to the pleasant aspects of the countryside and country life. Hmm, there you go. It does sound because uh, bubonic. Well, and colic is you know like a colic. Oh no, child, I, I thought so. it was. Yeah, I thought it was something. It sounds the word like was a being used incorrectly. Apocalyptical. Um, Mark, can I just say that that word of the day calendar is really paying off for you. Dividends. Just keep your ears open. How was your week? That was fine. Excellent. Uh, I'm assuming we don't always do the most prep for this podcast. Uh, There will be no post show this week. We'll play it by ear, but I would assume there won't be. So I'm going to take the chance and welcome our newest Patreon in an unprecedented move. Welcome Devin Lautner. 
came in at Bri Red Band. I guess he's the last to. I'm going to have to give him his money back. <laughs> <coughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I'll have to refund that. Because it comes in well, cause up, he's No, because we're taking a dollar from him. He's not getting shit for it. But but I was thinking he's a good scammer. If he he can go in right now, download everything, and then get out, right? Oh, I got to edit this out. That's yeah, fine. You probably shouldn't have given that away. <laughs> well, I, I'm surprised. I'm the only one who thought of that. Can I talk about something now since you did a beautiful subway for me? Because sure. I mentioned it on the uh, post show. Not the post show. The throwback. But I mentioned it to people who were already Patreon members. And I just thought I would um, say this. So I thought I heard this whole analogy, like I told you, of supporting a podcast kind of the way you would support a restaurant, uh, a waiter at a restaurant by tipping. And I'm not at all saying you should tip a podcast, but it was more the idea like I, I go out to eat twice a week and I tip 20% on those meals without even thinking about it. I listen to 50 podcasts a week and don't give anything like I, I if you're well, looking at it that way. The interesting thing, though, is if all those podcasts you listen to, I don't think you listen to 50, but whatever. Numbers don't matter. Um, if they all were to go to behind a paywall, would you then just, oh, well, I'm not listening to those people anymore? Maybe some of them. At least one you'd have to pony up for. Sorry, my point to all of this Sorry. was I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I don't go out to eat at all anymore, so I'm saving a bunch of money from that because mm-hmm. I just don't and I'm going to take $20 a month and I know it's not a lot and I'm going to pick the four podcasts that I think deserve my support from the ones I listen to later in the ranks definitely <laughs> not um that and, other guy. and I'm going to do that no the ones I'm going to do are specifically on Patreon well if they have a Patreon I'll do it if they have another thing I'll do it I don't know what but you want to support support mm-hmm. And like, uh, I listened to this one called the higher side chats, which is like a weird podcast. I listen to you get an extra hour every week. Like he does an hour for free and then an hour that you pay for. Mm-hmm. So you're still getting it with the same guest he has on just, more. just extended. Yeah. I love that. I'm more than willing to do that. I think that's the most common thing people do. There's a UFO pod. It's called that UFO podcast. It just started. I, like, I see the guy is just starting out. I'm going to support. Sure. I think there's something to be said, though, about, like, if I, if your podcast runs a shit ton of ads, I don't need to go and support you on fucking Patreon. We barely get ads. Like, I'll put it to you this way. If we were ever at the point where every fucking single episode we had two ads, I would shut the Patreon down I immediately. You. I hear what you're saying, but we're not in that position. We're I would go not even We're in a struggling, we're doing this, like, for nothing. So... Again, all I'm saying is I'm putting my money where my mouth is. But that brought me to my next point was then there's a podcast I want to support, but he's part of a pod- podcast network. So then I'm like, does he really need my support? Because if you're part of a network, aren't you like guaranteed a certain amount of ads and a certain amount of this? Isn't that why you're a part of that network? Yeah, but the network needs to make money on listeners and people. I mean, I don't know. So I shouldn't feel uh, squirrely about that one if I like the podcast, regardless of what, uh, if it's a Parcast or a Gimlet or a whatever, I should just support. I mean, first of all, people look at it the wrong way. The reason I said what I said was because if you have ads, it's almost like when you when companies make you sign their terms of services saying, we're going to steal all your data, but then they still want to sell you the product that's going to steal all your data. 
for me, that's obscene. They're double dipping. Yeah, if you, you want to put Alexa in my home for free and steal all my data, okay, we can have that conversation. I'm getting something for free. You're getting something, well, not for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the transaction. The idea that like, I want you to pay for this thing that's going to steal your info is crazy. So it's the same way I look at it like, I don't know. But, you don't? but to your point, I mean, I'd rather, I think I'd rather, I haven't really thought about it that much, but I think I'd rather give more and have only a really successful Patreon than run ads at all. I'd rather have exactly solely Patreon. Right? Because then you're not breaking up the podcast at all. It's a perfectly clean podcast and the people who are supporting you are the people who actually want to get, I mean, I don't see I mean, I disagree because again, we know for a fact that so many people listen for free and that's, that's how they want it. Listen, the radio forever was free. Well, no, there was ads. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's the same thing. If we run ads, I would. I have no problem. Again, you're forgetting too that it's so easy to skip ads on podcasts. I'd rather just run it that yeah. way for free. But people are still getting it for free. I'm not suggesting that it would go behind a paywall. I'm just suggesting that if your Patreon was successful enough, you would just, like you said, you wouldn't want to double dip. But that would so make us an outlier. Most podcasts do double dip. But what you're forgetting too, though, is it's almost impossible to garner new fucking listeners through a paywall. Almost, I can't see... Again, never suggested a paywall. No, well, Patreon is a paywall. But it's not because it's still free. You can, the whole point of Patreon is that you're deciding whether you want to donate or not. That show is still going on. Just the way we have it set up, we could go exclusively no, but what he's on saying, Patreon. What he's saying is if you're exclusively on Patreon, you have to pay to get on there. That's my point. Oh, well, like come town is that model again. That's not what I was suggesting. Anyways, let's move on. Cause I assume this is really boring for people. I just wanted to say that I'm definitely it's just the state of the industry and money where my mouth is. We're going to come back to this. Cause one of the topics we're going to, well, that's about. right. That leads into uh, cause we all watch that Joe buttons thing. Okay. I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't. Oh, I thought we were all going to... I didn't know. Again, I just wanted it to be a topic to bring... But you watched it. Okay, good. I did. It's so interesting. Let's just jump yeah. into that then sure, first. Perfect. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, hey, there's no order. What are yeah, we doing no here? No, no, not... you, you seem disappointed. No, no. I just... We were. We said we're going to stop talking about podcasting, and then we put Joe Budden, so we might as well... It's well, no, here. Segment. So for the listeners, last week, I had, I had said to Kamar, please add in your notes Joe Budden on Spotify, because I had read an article that Joe Budden was leaving Spotify angry. I forgot that he had done an episode this week. Oh, he, every where episode he goes is in. about it now. Oh, was it? Okay. Everything, anything you look into is Joe Budden. I will say this. <coughs> um, Joe Budden, to me, tends to come off kind of whiny a lot of the times. Like his- A his, lot, a little whiny? Yeah, his main gripe is like, they just wanted my listeners. And like, how did you not know that going in? No, but you have to smash cut to Joe Budden because he did his podcast for about two, three years refusing to do advertising, yeah. refusing to sign anyone yeah. in the hopes to grab the big bag. Gets Fast the bag. Forward, he gets the bag. Starts Not bag enough. Well, no, no. It was more than bag enough because he started having a Versace phone case or whatever, like just doing obnoxious little <laughs> things uh, showing his wealth. Smash cut two years later, Joe Rogan signs for $100 million. Joe's like, I got ripped off, but... So I don't know anything. I don't listen to him. I don't know who he is, really. All I know is this little clip that I watched, okay? Yeah. And I know the backstory, obviously, of him going to Spotify and all of that shit. Okay. But the one thing he said that, to me, made sense. I mean, he said a couple of things that made sense. But he said, um, they came to me. I, I went there. They didn't understand podcasting at all, which I'm sure was true. You know what I they mean? They wanted like, to get 1% of the podcasting market. He he went there. He said, like, even when we were s signing my contract, 
I was explaining to them the way podcasting works. Fine, no problem. Do you buy that? I kind of buy that because I think... A multi-billion dollar company? But they're surrounded just about the music. They were a music company just trying to get into podcasting. (laughs) Again, his huge gripe about this is like, you can't use the music model on podcasting. Don't even try and bring that shit in Because it's three minutes versus three hours. Don't talk to me about streams. Don't talk to me about anything. Just whatever. What he said to me, though, that made sense was... They came to me, I went there, I fucking killed it. We did amazing in that first year at at 18 months or whatever it was, 16 months, they came to me and said, I want, we want to lock you down for a huge contract like Joe, but not with the same stipulations, obviously, where he could do whatever the fuck he wanted. They wanted to own his brand, essentially. I think it was like a 360 deal. Like for all of the three of them, anything they did, Spotify had a piece of. That's right. That's what he was saying. And he was like, no. And not only no, don't come to me again with that offer. It's insulting. I'm not stupid. I come from the music industry. I understand exactly what you guys are doing that. You're not going to do it here. Don't come to me with that offer again, period. And then he said after that, the relationship was totally soiled. And that's why they like vengefully went about whatever they went about. Is Who's that they? Spotify. Spotify. They vengefully just paid money, more money to other people, you mean? Yeah, like uh, instead of, I guess, keeping him part of like this growing company, they instead went out and spent all their money on Gimlet and Parcast and all these other things that he talked about. And then when it came time, I guess, to give him like the fat money and the free deal like they're giving Rogan. Instead, they were pissed at him and they just gave it to Rogan. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I want to point something glaringly obvious out. Kamar, you've obviously seen enough Joe Budden podcast to like through the years, right? I'm not saying you're an avid watcher, but like if you went back four years, you know, you whatever. My point is this. Think about where we are. Okay, we started a podcast in my basement. We have since upgraded absolutely every single piece of equipment we could. Okay, we didn't go, we, we didn't spend $50,000, but with the money we had, we literally went, what can we buy to make this thing better? We found studio space. We did literally everything in our power to not spend money on ourselves, but to put it back into the podcast. Joe Budden's podcast has been in the same fucking apartment, the same fucking ragtag setup, despite all, like all I'm saying is this, they got the bag, they could have spent a fraction of it back, putting it back into the podcast, improving it even fractionally, and they didn't. And like Kamar says, he's got Versace fucking... Why does the guy sit on the tall chair? I'm sorry, Kamar. Why does he sit on the exactly. tall chair? Exactly. Why does Mal sit on the tall chair? How hard is it to get everyone on the same... No, but why does he sit on the tall chair? I think that's just his comfort zone. Just, he doesn't he wear likes, headphones. He likes being up top. Let's also... For, let's keep in mind, it. a podcast is audio. I know we have this weird... Like a lot of Joe's listeners have this odd, I can't believe it's leaving YouTube. And I get it. They watch it often. But a podcast is an audio medium. We all agree? No, I think it started as audio medium. It's 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 evolving. Well, like, sure. And Joe Rogan was probably the catalyst for everyone to be like, oh, video. So where's he going to, by the way? Who? Joe, Joe Buttons. No buttons. one knows. Maybe, but, maybe he'll he go to anywhere Patreon. but Spotify. But so he wants to sign a contract with like Apple now, or he's just going to go out on his own and do like this a is normal what I'm, I'm with Kamar. If he's, a, if he's as smart as he thinks he is, if you say, I have a million listeners, then why not go 
$5 a month and you can continue listening to us. You get the same amount of content. Even if half of those people at two and a half million people, or sorry, at a, a half million people spend $5, they're He's rich. He's got his bag. That's what I'm saying. Monthly bag. I'm not sure what the question you asked me, but I think uh, Joe Budden invested in all this stuff from the get-go. Like he took his complex money because that's what happened. He was... He was doing uh, complex. Then he got a show with Revolt, which well, I he think had a got show pulled. with Academic. Well, that that was a complex show. I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's still going with everyday him, struggle. Obviously. What's the Revolt? Because he was saying he Revolt gets a ton P- of money. Revolt from is P Diddy's company, so that's a media company that P Diddy started with a bunch of shows, big platforms. But what I noticed with Complex and Revolt, they don't have individual channels, say for the shows. Everything's under Complex. Mm-hmm. And there's a sneaker show. There's everyday struggle. Same with Revolt. It's it, they don't have individual shows. So he made a bunch of money there and invested in his podcast there. Like what I feel we've done is taken all the money we've earned thus far and put ourselves in a position to succeed. So now we look forward down the road. Yeah, but hold on. But my point is You're, this. Why is like, didn't he change the studio? I think. Well, no, but even uh, what I'm saying is like he has, you know, what we have. And like I, I would, if we were making his kind of money, I would have just invested a little bit more. There's a few other things that we could use. We don't need them right now. And with the money we're making, we're never going to get them. But... If we got a huge bag, there's definitely, like you said, I get they're in New York. It's tougher. I can't imagine finding a studio space in New York. Actually, fuck that. Well, and maybe well, they, now, now, maybe they do have like a whole fucking clubhouse they hang out with, but they just want to do their thing in this apartment because that's part of the charm, you know? What I was saying though, I, no? th- I think it's something to why Joey Diaz walked around, the, walked away from the church. There's a comfort zone. There's a, if it, what, dance with the girl that brought you here if it ain't broke don't fix it sorry that's driving me crazy sorry son yeah. what just, is i just see it like oh his phone yeah. if it were to fall and then smash the screen but just i think it's almost this superstition you know what i mean like i'm like take for instance joe's new studio i don't love it granted it's only that um i camera, actually camera. i'll say this i actually hate it but oh, there you go well, but, but hold on it's not my studio. I don't watch most of them. So the two things that I don't give a shit about, I thought it was cool as fuck. Whether I liked it or not, I didn't like like the way it was lit and all that. Well, I don't I don't know if that's just a um, I, I think that's just a coutrement. That's it. I don't think But it's just like I'm so used to the the YouTube backdrop that being saying there was the ice house. But that's what I'm saying. Era, like, whatever it changes and if you like the content, you're good. I I just don't know. It's I think it's like a comfort zone thing. So I went on the Reddit this week and I polled the people. I only got like 20 responses, but I said, what do you, do you think Joe's move to Texas changes the podcast drastically? Yes, no, or it stays the same. It stays the same, got the most. That was the majority of the votes. Yeah, and then and then there was a slight edge on yes versus no. Here's why I think it will change it drastically. Like you said, Kamar, when the backdrops used to change, he was still in LA. All his comedian friends were still within arm's reach. How many times since we've been doing the show... Have we been certain that there was someone booked to come in and they canceled and he called Joey or called Tom or, or fucking Shab or whoever and just had a one-off? You know what I mean? And that's not going to happen anymore. I agree. Like, I get that Bill Burr is not the type to go down there unless he's pushing something anyway. So Bill will still fly to Texas. But like, Joey's across, like, even the fight companions are most likely... They're going to come work at his club. Though. I get it. I, think I get that's it. going to be a huge draw that you're not taking into consideration. But it is only 52 weeks in a year. They can't all go to that club. You know what I mean? So that's 52 people you can have coming through. 
every week, once a week. Okay. I'm also at, so. I mean, Simon, we don't know but, what the. But most of them aren't comedians. Like most people who come on Joe's show are a scientist or a novelist. That then he has a comedian thrown in there. Who's so, ever at his club this week? So it's not fifty-two. It's you know. It's definitely from now till uh, January. That's not an option, though. Hold on, it is fifty-two. He has at least a comedian on a week. So that's fifty-two comedians. No, no, no. But uh, that's so. That's fifty-two a year. You, like you don't think that he can handle fifty-two comedians through his club a year? No, that's the max he can handle coming through. Like you can't have five comedians in this club that week. And what if it works like the comedy, uh, the um, comedy store? Where did? are those people going to stay? The logistics. <laughs> All those people are driving from their house in LA to the comedy store. That's yeah. why that works. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, can I, I mean, point out the other thing too, Simon? That's really important. Is he's so like Kamar saying they all live in LA. The store is Mecca. The store didn't have to pay them the money that that like if you are traveling to Texas for a show, that's a different rider. It's a different amount of money. Joe, and keep in mind, if you can only have fifty people at, at every show, he can't have the lineup that the comedy store had. I I totally agree. This is what I think is going to happen. If 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 um, I could make like a future prognostication, Let's hear it. I think that a going to see Joe is a huge deal for most people. So going there, the flight, whatever, the all of that, maybe not making so much at the club. It's all part and parcel. It'll become like. You go, if you're a comedian, you go do Rogan, you work at the club, however they work that out. I don't think it's going to be for a lot of money because people are going to be dying to do comedy if everything is still shut down and all of that stuff. And I think also you're going to see that a lot of people are going to leave LA and move to Texas. That, like, that's just what I think. A lot of comedians are going to follow Joe out there or into that general vicinity. This is a possibility because Joe has only speculated about doing the club. It isn't, um, you know, stated as a fact, and it wouldn't be till the spring. So we have this period from now till whenever where there will be not comedians coming through Texas. Mm -hmm. So I think in the short term, uh, the move there it will feel different. I think I, in that poll, I voted that it will change. I can't say drastically or whatever. But what I wonder is if Spotify has now, because one of the things Joe Budden complained about was having to work. I think it was on Christmas or New Year's. It, okay, that, there's no way you bought that. No, he's a whiny man. No, but we have a podcast. Like, let's say that Christmas and New Year's fell on a Tuesday this year. We're not recording on Tuesday. Like, And Joe, had, it's not the same deal. Joe is not an employee of Spotify. I think the whole thing is ridiculous. It's he was happy as a Joe Budden and shit until Joe Rogan signed his deal. Then everything yeah. was like, I got ripped off. I got done wrong by. Mm -hmm. You see, that's interesting. <laughs> of course, it's interesting that that your perspective can change so fast. Because, like I said, when he signed his deal, he was on top of the world. When Joe Rog Rogan signs his deal, Joe Budden's getting fucked. Yeah. So it's just a perspective thing. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. It's also so stupid to assume that someone with a a bigger audience is not going to get longer money a couple years down the road it's like a it's like qb contracts you know what i mean if you're the best qb they're not paying you no less like, than the best guy ahead of you like but he was like i was there with you when you started there should be some you know we've worked together from the start you should have my back like i had yours i i don't know what his deal was but I, i'm just saying 
he, for what he does, him and his friends sit around and just talk about the news. Yeah. They're not doing something specifically, opinions, whatever. And I think he was getting a lot of money to do I it. I get it. It's all But the second someone else got more money, he's getting ripped off. So I it's understand. just. I and, understand. And what was funny about Joe Budden is he only has like two hits, right? Pump it up and one more of the song that wasn't even. Oh, I he was, was a say. rapper? Yeah, pump it up. Exactly. Pump, he was a rapper. Pump, pump it up. Ban it, ban it, ban it, ban. And then he, sure. he fucked his life on drugs oh, yeah, I think for like 10 years. This, yeah. And then got together with a bunch of old rappers, washed up, called Slaughterhouse, <laughs> and tried whoa, whoa, to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? You, what? what? Bunch of washed up rappers. Well, Joe, but I, they had all had successful solo careers. Yes. I just don't think the rap career We've is. We've had um, this exact conversation and argument where he said washed up and you were like whoa 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 washed well, up. i just can't i can't fucking sit here and listen to that shit they're all good in their own right i don't know but it was just their second coming yeah, and fine. the youth was didn't embrace them but joe budden said the reason why they didn't succeed in this era of instagram twitter where you can just get your own audience is they didn't get enough push from eminem yeah that's what he's which is just false because now you, we know you can go on soundcloud if your content is bumping with the kids. You're going to be successful. You don't need anyone. Uh-huh. Is Versus when he was pumping up, it was all the record industry. They had to push you right. for you to be successful. Right. Just before we jump off Joe. Um, Pardon? Uh, or, yeah. Or even Rogan. Okay. Um, holy fuck, man. I, I'm such a stoner. It's, this is so crazy. How do I forget from like one second? It's I don't know, so man. nuts. Joe Budden, Slaughterhouse, Wash Up Rappers, no, Eminem was, pushing the industry. It was something about. I'm just trying to jog it was your memory. Something about Joe. Um, Joe Roginski. Joe Rogan, yeah. It's a Noski. Anyways, it doesn't matter, man. It'll come to me later. I doubt it. Oh, fuck! It's so embarrassing. Right, well, at least it's recorded. Can you edit all of this out? <laughs> no, I'll even forget to edit out the shit Kamar said earlier. Perfect. <clears throat> uh, you have a bunch of topics you want to go yeah, over. Yeah, but you do yours first because mine, uh, you know. You, I was thinking we whatever. should go back and forth. Okay, yeah, fine. We'll, we'll see how I it works. That. I like how we went. I think we should go back and forth. I'll just, I'll just sit here well, and no, riff you, off of what you guys you have. Do you have anything you want, you, you want specific you brought to? He, he oh, meant I have just the he Patreon meant, stuff. He meant like this. Yeah, sorry. A sure. wide broth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so first of all, I want to talk about last week. Um, Aunt Becky went to jail. What, from Full House? Yeah. Weird. Okay. She got said it is two months. Do you think she's going to go in there and shank someone? You know, they say when you go to prison, you got to you know beat up the biggest guy so no one fucks with you. You know what she's saying, eh? She's like, I'm afraid to go to prison because of coronavirus. Like, she's already course, trying to get out of her two months. Of course. You see, here's the thing with that. I know we've talked about this before with, um, with the whole school thing and the parents and everything. Forget even that. It's just you have these two women both famous, both actresses, both accused of the exact same crime. One of them, both guilty as fuck. For paying to get their kids into schools. One of them says, I'm guilty, give me my punishment. The other one says, I'm not guilty, fights it to the fucking nth degree, wastes everybody's time, and then wants to not serve her fucking due because of coronavirus like is that a crime that should go to jail though we've been through this it it probably isn't for a normal person 
they're not going to learn by having have to, to set pay example. money. No, no. Well, there right? is a $250,000 fine as well. I know, but they're so rich, Kamar. They're, no amount of money is going to teach them a lesson. Whereas $250,000 penalty for you would be enough so that you'd never do That's it That's worse than going to jail. I was just, I was like, give me the two months. Holy fuck. But this is what I mean. For them, it's nothing. Yeah, so we it. have to find a punishment for them that makes some sense. And I think... In this case, it's those two months in prison. You don't want them there for life. You don't want them there for a long time. But go let her fucking have to maybe shank somebody in the yard, you know? Well, I hope she comes out with a face tat and some sleeves. Kamar, how long do you think it would take to get yourself out of uh, a quarter of a million in debt? Like slapped on you right this second. Boom. The rest of my life. I mean, if I just hermitized and did nothing ever, moved back to my parents' house... Did Maybe he have years? the quarter mill to work with to try and pay it back, or it's like debt, debt? Parlay the quarter mill into something else? Yeah. Ten years. If, if no, I, just, I mean, like, just right now, someone walks in, city of auto official, I don't know, boom, you have 250 I make, I make more than $25,000 a year. What are you throwing so. out into the universe at this guy, man? Well, First ten, of ten all, years. nothing I say sticks or happens, so it's, it, I'm glad you didn't say no, it. Didn't. It'd be 10 years. Oh, You're going to be just fine, come on. Uh, we hope so. We hope so. I'm just thinking about 20 grand a year, 25 grand a year. It's impossible. Just paying off. It's impossible. That's 10 years. It's uh, $2,500 a month or $2,000 a month. At that point, I'm changing my name and just fucking. Oh, bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. Growing a huge beard and moving up to the country. I'd probably try to get a bunch of credit cards, <laughs> pay it off there, and then have enough just to leave the country. Make a movie like Kevin Smith and Go just become a Coke dealer happens. in Costa Rica or something. I'd like you both to think, because someone asked mine, but I want to get yours too. By the end of this, I need your top five dream guests on Rogan. Holy shit. Well, for Simon, it's like a gray alien, an, oh, well, uh, an ancient Mayan. No, I would pick real people, but I just that's such a great question that I would have to give it some thought. Mm -hmm. It's funny that this person asked, because I actually, for the last couple of months, have been compiling... Just anytime I think of someone I want on, I write it in my notes on my phone. So I well, have like nine or ten on this there. person obviously didn't listen to fifty two because I think we did all this in fifty two. Our we first did? our first anniversary. I don't we did a bunch of all stuff. I mean I'll do it again. I have no I problem. Don't Even then, I think mine's changed drastically since then. So it's good to do it once a year, I'd say. You might, you know. Yeah. We're gonna do that today at some point. Sure. Okay, right on. Um so they Aunt Becky's going to jail. We'll see what happens when she gets back. Uh, in Russian, uh, Putin's rival was allegedly poisoned. Allegedly. <laughs> Is P that amazing? Putin's rival? Is that what Political you're Political rival, yeah. Okay, thanks. And so he was uh, transported to Germany, but they're saying Russia delayed it uh, to try to get the poison to pass so it couldn't be delayed. But he got to Germany and they've assessed that, yes, he was poisoned. They love poisoning people in Russia. After you hear, uh, sorry, after you heard about the ring super bowl ring incident with putin i'm just like yeah of course like that's how he deals the guy just does whatever the fuck he wants whenever the fuck he it's wants. not a shock to us at all that, that, that and what i'm just saying is just like lebanon we talk about corruption here but it's so much crazier other places you know what i mean Oh, yeah. When you Other places are not progressive. No, when you were talking about like, oh, my God, Trudeau stole like four. I'm like, oh, dude, fuck. Yeah, exactly. The mill, yeah, drop in the bucket. Who could blame him? Putin's like pussy. The difference is here, 
someone like Trudeau has to like use the guise of having his mom give a speech at a conference. Whereas Putin just gives his mother, whatever the fuck, you know, I don't even know if she, he has a mother, but uh, no, he was just born out of rock. And that goes back to my question Chiseled from stone <laughs> <laughs> from granite. You, I was born uh, in the granite fucking. You always talk about the CIA's corruption or, or what they're up to. Oh, we're going to get there. Oh, but he can't, it has to pale in comparison to what the KGB does. Here's what I'll say about that. Does it though? I think because the Americans have to hide it, where the Russians don't have to hide shit from their people, that it's become so much like there are so many layers to it here, you know. Whereas it's much more straightforward. And I think they do have to hide their their uh, stuff from the Russians as well. I think you'd be surprised when like countries like you know North Korea, China, Russia who oppress their people, they don't have to do shit. They don't have to convince anybody of anything. They don't need support because they are all uh, encompassing and they cannot be dethroned. Well, what it is, which will lead me to my next point, um, is state-run media. So they've been, you know, through propaganda, whatever, all this time have an idea of what's going on compared to what's going on. <laughs> and so the state media tells a, a specific narrative. And if it were to diver diverge from that, people might get upset. I, I mean, I don't know what the average Russian... Like, do they think Putin's the best or like Putin's an asshole, but he's our leader. What are we going to do? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Here's a better question, Kamar. Do you think that people who live under like, I know it's not communist Russia anymore, but whatever it is, or under state run media, North Korea or wherever, do you think they like um, their situation? I always wonder if ignorance is bliss and they just don't know any better because there's they only the only news they get is from the state or what they want right. so them to be told. Does like North Korea not know that South Korea is really good? No, they, they do not. They think on, does, I think to blanket statement say, no, they do not is a bit obscene. Well, we know from Shane Smith. I mean, it's years ago. There's no information that yes. gets in there in. unless the government the, wants it to get in. No, no, but there's uh, there's tons of people smuggling in fucking USB sticks now, and there's a lot of like... And the same way there are rebellious groups here trying to yeah, give you exactly. information that saying. the mainstream doesn't want you to have, there are groups there that do the same. So We don't know that. Nobody. We're speculating. Of course, no, no. That's a in, in any yeah. oppressive situation... There's going to be a counterculture. I don't care. I'll give Kamar this. We are speculating, but I'm 99.9% certain that there are, that 10% of the population there knows what the fuck is up. Uh, I don't know. I can't disagree. I don't know I think what that's, the I think number is. I'm I just, just throwing out a random. Nobody is an insane statement, right? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Nobody yes. knows. It might be 1%. That's still a lot of people if you have a big enough population. But we know in North Korea, if you were to do this, if someone hears it, they're going to report you and you're off to the gulag or whatever it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that the stakes aren't high, but that but doesn't mean that the resistance doesn't exist. Wouldn't you at least argue that there's a gulag full of people that know what's going on then? I, I would not argue that at all. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> no, but the, the gulag is often not near the I get the it. Populace. It's a camp. Yeah, I get it. It's, but... Uh, there's a concentration of people in the country that know what's what. We're getting fucked. They Again, all all we day. don't even and know. And if even the gulag then, probably, you're the probably not about to complain Sorry. about the gulag. No, you're probably like actually this. You know, it could be. I heard in Russia the gulags are way worse. This gruel is the best gruel I've ever had. Yeah. Thank you, Kim Jong. Because they all think he's the if, greatest golfer ever. If Trump is running the gulag, it's the best gulag. 
Dude, they think the he hit eighteen. Tremendous. They think he hit eighteen hole in ones in a row. Exactly. Golfing. Who Kim Kim Jong? Yeah, the North Korean population. Well, apparently he's dead, and it's now his sister who's uh, moving into the throne. And who knows? Who knows what the truth is from there? But it's just it's crazy when, we, like you said, we compared it with the Wii scandal or whatever it is. Um, and that brings me to the next point in uh, politics. We got a new conservative leader. I thought it was going to be Peter McKay. It's mm-hmm. Aaron O'Toole. Are we re- spelt E-R-I-N? What a tool. Are we ready for a prime minister named Aaron? With last name Tool? O'Toole. Oh, O'Toole. But the tool. Um, I thought for sure. I mean, I already called this a little while back. I said the only one they could run was Peter McKay. We thought. No, I mean, I thought that was the only one who could win because of my theory about people wanting handsome leaders. And I don't think Peter McKay is especially handsome. I think his eyes are a little close together. They are, but he still dated, what's her name? Belinda Stronach. He was like the cool guy. He, he has that air to him. Seemed like he had some charisma. He could have rivaled, uh, especially now when what's-his-name is in trouble, Trudeau. It was his time. It would have been a perfect opportunity for him to use any little bit of handsomeness he had to try and combat Trudeau's beautiful he's face. Oh, he's so gorgeous. I see why he got got all those votes for free. So it ties in because of media, because Aaron O'Toole has come out and said he would defund the CBC. As we know, we pay a billion dollars to the CBC for anyone foreign. CBC is a Canadian broadcast corporation, our state-run media, but we, we assume it's... Um, what do you think about that? Do you think that our the CBC is running like a bunch of propaganda? Uh, well, th- th- this is a question I want to ask. So he said he's going to defund the CBC... Can the CBC run stories on that legitimately as a discussion point? As any, uh, as a independent news organization could say why the pros and cons of defunding the CBC. You know what I mean? Well, it's weird. It's a really like meta type situation. I know Matt doesn't like that, but it's a real inception type situation where you Isn't it a conflict of interest though? <laughs> well, but again, well, it has you, to be talked about. Well, if you're CBC and you just put it out there in the lexicon and say, what do you guys think? That's not, I don't know. That's not a conflict of interest. Well, if you're actively that? out there saying, if you're running we need us. Campaigns. For sure, we need us. What we, what, what, we, what I would say when you ask your question, the CBC is definitely slanted left. Right, I'm just wondering how like Shit's Creek is influencing the youth in, uh, you know. I don't think Shit's Creek has anything to do with CBC like in that aspect. I think it's CBC News, CBC Radio. I don't think the uh, entertainment division we pay for. Maybe we do. I guess so. We pay for it all. We pay for it all. What yeah. do you mean? We pay for everything. So when Shit's Creek blows up in the states, they they got nominated for Emmys. Well, no, but do they send a bunch of money back to us? No, no. There's still a a private show. So that's where I, just, where's the difficulty? I just don't think they pay the same like airtime fees that maybe you'd pay for like an NBC or a right like the, that they you guys are they forgetting Canadian shows. You guys are forgetting that like okay. So Kamar started off by saying our state run. Um, news corporation, which that like, makes it sound worse. It's not really state run either. It's like sorry, well, it's go ahead. totally well, no, but state I, funded. Yeah, fine. But my point was like when you say it like that, it sounds like a like a Venezuelan propaganda wing or like the Russians. It, it's not necessarily that. I'm not saying there isn't some. I'm sure there has to be. It's a fucking news network for the most part. Um, well, in the same way that they have the the power of a king to curate what is in their kingdom. Sure, but what I was what I was going to say is that I think they were it was mostly implemented so that we didn't just get 
bombarded and inundated with American culture so that we kept, it's kind of like the idea. Well, that's why CanCon was implemented. CBC was implemented because we have such a big country and they wanted everyone to hear what was going on. You're both correct is the point. It started because of that. It kept legs because of what you said. To preserve our culture. To preserve our culture. But it did, the the point of having a state-run news network, I mean, I don't like that. Well, keep in mind, any crown corporation in Canada (coughs) is actually set up to stop monopolies. That's really the idea. (coughs) Right. I mean, the CTV news is actually independent. The same way... Sorry, we'll come back to that in one second. That's, the well, same way that the crown buys land in order to keep people precisely. from owning too much of Canada. But that was my point is like Kamar brought up CTV. So like, let's say the Canadian government noticed that CTV had a real stranglehold on the news and could then create propaganda or change the news. They would create the CBC to say, hold on, we need to create something that's a more neutral and like that would kind of be. But the- it's not neutral, the CBC. I think we can agree. CTV is a private, it's it's the equivalent of an NBC. It's, it's owned by Bell. Yeah, which is a huge, I mean. Bell Media, yeah. God, right there. But you know that's true too in the States. It's five companies that, and and three of them own all the news networks. But in, you know? in the States they have NPR and I, I wonder if it's CPAC or PBS. Okay, but really we all know that who gives a fuck about TV now? We all have the internet. Well, what, what, what I, I mean? like CBC so, for is all the local stuff. You're only talking about old people. Local news, um, regional stuff. Like, I think that's why it's important. I really wonder, like I said, propose this situation. They can't say, yeah, defund us. It'll be a good thing. But let me ask you, when you listen to like CBC radio, do you truly, when you listen to that, are you telling me that that you feel that it's like a heavy left-leaning listen? I only listen to CBC radio, and yes, there are no yeah. conservative voices on CBC radio. No, no, radio. no, he's absolutely... Every morning okay, it's... Hold on, okay. I, I didn't say what I... You, you misinterpreted what I said. There might not be any conservative voices, but you think they all are heavily, heavily left-leaning. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think it's the way it is. So you think they're just actively pushing all the crazy bullshit on CBC radio? Actively pushing, or that's what they think is important, I think is... Uh, Better way to put it. Well, and it totally depends on like the host you hire too, right? Like they got rid of Evan Solomon because he was too conservative and now he's on CTV. Like you see that a lot where, I don't know, like even in our local radio, like you know how there's um, 580 or whatever. This is That's way more conservative. Right. Okay. But then if a guy becomes like disenfranchised with what he moves over to like... uh, Rebel media. But let me point out the important thing is if you're working, if the CBC is an arm of the government and you're out there saying some wildly conservative shit that some people could consider, again, like you'll lose your government job. I don't see why that's that far-fetched. Nothing's far-fetched. I just, I think CBC slants left. I I don't want the CBC to go away. Like I listen to it all the time. So if they're- Way more than you do. Oh, I don't care if it goes away. This is, will be the last thing I'll say about this. If there's a conservative government in power, then does it lean more right? No, I think it I think always I think that they, they might thwart. Well, who who remembers? Uh, That's I, weird. I felt CBC was sort of anti Harper. 
when he was in power. Well, that's so odd. Okay, anyways, I mean, whatever. We'd have Nobody to go back wants to hear about No, we have mostly garbage. American listeners, and yeah, I don't want to talk about Canadian I was just going to say, I find this so boring. Fucking well, I, I'm uh, sure Americans don't love us talking about American politics. We well, have the shit we don't know about. Let's not do that either. Well, we have to, because <sighs> it would be quick. It's very quick. This week was the uh, RNC uh, convention. Yeah. Now, that last, seemed like a real disaster. But... Uh, Two notable speakers for the RNC because last week we had Billie Eilish and whatever, much younger, yeah, hipper, Chachi Herschel Walker. Yes, well, Scott Bios, <laughs> Herschel Walker, though. Like, and I, I thought that was interesting. Like, do you think he's retarded? Because <laughs> you guys think Trump's racist, and like, where's the disconnect with Herschel Walker? Money. He can put he can put a, uh, that sort of stuff aside and say it, it doesn't matter if Trump's a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm a lot of people, money. yeah, I think a lot of people care about money over everything. And as long as you're about to make or profit a ton of money, then you don't give a fuck if the guy in charge is like maybe racist it, or very racist. If you don't want to offend anyone, would we be calling Herschel Walker an Uncle Tom? No, I don't like no. using that term. I don't think so. Especially as a white person. And I, don't, an, I don't think that does the black community any fucking favor. And another notable speaker at the RNC was Dana White. So does that change your view of the UFC? Knowing that Dana no, White's I already knew Trump Dana supporter. White's a huge Trump supporter. They're like best friends. However, Dana White was a Trump supporter. Like he was a friend of Donald Trump's long before he became president. Not that that gives him a pass. I don't think Dana White's a good dude. So do we think he's not racist though? We don't know. Well, he's from Boston. So I mean, yeah, I love like, it. <laughs> you know, like you can only go so far. <laughs> Simon. Yeah, I, I just I, like Trump racist. He does totally things that you would think are like to inflame um strife i i i don't know though i like i, I don't know man but it doesn't change your opinion on dana white at all no I you knew I it was care i don't care if you support trump like it, like you have to make a decision if you think it's better to um not put in hold Biden, on no. i want to but i want to make a, i want to make a, a big distinction here if you're filthy rich I don't care what color your skin is and you support Trump. Again, my assumption is because it's monetary. Tax breaks, whatnot. That's it. And if you're poor and you support Trump, I think we have a different conversation to have because I think you're being duped. You're uninformed? Precisely. Possibly. I think there's a good chance, yes. And now maybe I'm wrong and I'm often wrong. So, you know, if I've offended you, listen to another podcast. I think what it is with the broke people that support Trump, though, is more like... Because he's so crass, and so what is so you know he he's an everyday speaker. That's what appeals to them. They just think that any other politicians are talking down to them, and and that might create a bias that they can't see past. Any switch from the norm. That's what that was. What the whole whether it's true or not. That's the whole drain the swamp. They just wanted something different. You know, people wanted something different, and I don't think that's changed. I think people still want something different. Except now we're in a position or. They are in a position where some things need to be dealt with that are more important than what was important the last time because of what's going on. Well, it's going to be an interesting six weeks. It certainly We've really is. gotten there right? after all this posturing for four years. Well, what's going to happen now? It, oh, I mean, it, it's so set up either way, no matter who wins. We've said this before, for there to be... Um, people willing to say this was a travesty one side or the other, no matter who wins that it's like asterisk selection, you know, 
And that's never a good thing when you have a champ with an asterisk beside him. Well, we know this, Barry Bonds. That would be crazy if Trump loses and then a big, uh, well, I've been cheated. Like, and won't leave or vice versa. Hold on, versa. He's, already, he's already fully setting it up so that when he loses, if he loses, he's going to just call bullshit. So is the other side, though, Matt. They're both doing the exact same thing. They are. Hold on, you're forgetting. Yeah, but Trump, is, Trump specifically set up this postmaster to fuck this election. He did it intentionally because he knew that he won the last election through what? Mail-in votes. And he knows that he's going to lose this election through mail-in votes. That's why he got rid of all these fucking mail sorting machines in all these different states right before the election. It's not a fucking... Dude, these guys are all... They all know what they're doing. The problem is none of them want to run a country well. They just want to win an election, it's, which is insane. That sort of negates that he's a total idiot. Though. It's hilarious, though. No, and this isn't anything people. against anyone. But if you listen to the opposite viewpoint... Like, that's a, a liberal view of what's happening. The conservative view is, like, totally different. And they're both looking at the same situation. Oh, and well, that's why nothing's ever well going to get accomplished. Everything Matt just said, I heard the exact opposite from the other side. Well, this like happened. Every point he argued. This happened when Trump won the cognitive uh, dissonance. Now, all of a sudden, half the country was like, this is great, we got Trump, and half the country's like, it's the end of the world, we got Trump. This is the thing. When, the same sense. Hold on, when he was voted in, I said, first of all, I was like, all you people bitching out there that this isn't your president, that's not how democracy works, unfortunately. You have to just shut the fuck up, bite the bullet for four years, the same way the people on the other side bit the bullet for eight years when Obama got... This Actually, they your, didn't. They were like, not my president, I didn't... This whatever. is your chance get to the voting booth and that's why they have to let people get to the voting booth um, but and both Fauci and the other doctor there has said we can do this safely just wear a mask so I don't see why it's even an issue at this point just go do it do it like are we going to talk about the elephant yeah, in the room Kamar? is that in your notes there's an elephant in the room that I don't know about. no I was going to talk a funny story about a woman in Detroit who woke up right before she was about to be embalmed Oh, I saw that story. Is Go that ahead. crazy? No, sorry. Repeat that. She was. She lost consciousness. Uh, paramedics come up. They can't find vitals. Declare her dead. Goes to the hospital. The medical examiner says, yeah, she's dead. Based on just what the paramedics said. They take her to the morgue. Send her to the morgue. The guy's about to bomb her. She's like, <gasps> wakes up. Shouldn't some people lose their fucking jobs? And do you feel safe in Detroit? Hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. And this was from the CBC. You're telling me that's how fast that happened. Like, how long was she out for? I think it was like within an hour and a half. There. Can we ask the real question? After hearing that, how many people a year do we just bury alive? Well, this, or like, this is what's going on. Wait, man. hold on. I think that story may be fugazi because no. I saw it as well. How fucking? I'm not. I told the story to someone, and they said that sounds like an inquirer story. How fast are they processing dead body? Like they're that efficient in Detroit? Why did the medical examiner not ask for an autopsy? No, but and they had no next of kin or anyone to talk to. So they're like, well. Kamar, you've seen the movies or whatever. Stop using pop culture they, to say why things happen. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we know that those bodies sit in those freezers. We don't know that, though. Again, what are, based on. <laughs> based on movie, Men in Black? I saw or, in movie, yeah. it happened. Okay, I, I, no problem. I think a lot of homeless people, whatever, die in Detroit. And they're just like, we got to keep it moving, kids. Very funny story. I, I, um think that maybe we're going to find out that it was an old wives day or uh you know urban legend or something because i just don't think they're processing Here's, dead see, bodies this that is, fast this is the problem with the world in general right now is that we both read what we believe is a news article and 
we've told our friend about a news article we read and he is immediately just going, nope. And this is a guy who's like, I leave nothing you're off right, the table. You're right, you're right, you're right, my bad. There, there is my a disconnect bad. there. <laughs> my bad. Totally, the only reason totally I thought it was possible. credible is because CBC covered it. Back to CBC. Oh, who, who, well, they're too left-leaning for me to buy even, that story. Even though I think they're left-leaning, I still trust and read CBC. I just no. don't feel they are, are as balanced as they could be. But no, you're right. Out. Maybe Detroit is running a total fucking like body farm or whatever. Yeah, you could be right. You're just you know what? Harvesting organs. You're probably right. I've changed my mind. I like right how I didn't say anything spot. about harvesting organs until he was like, well, there's probably some. Okay. Just as well. I no. have a couple more stories, but let's get to something. You, you, you I'll have about me, about. maybe. Oh, sorry. Well, either way, we should take a break after. The, I mean, I, I just thought we would touch on the fact that yeah. I mean, the cops definitely shot another black guy in the back. Oh, that's the elephant in the room? Yeah. So that's I mean, we're just not going to mention it? or Seven times. It had a knife in his car. But the, the worst thing is... If doesn't mention Brian Callum, we don't have to mention it. Hold on. They I, came out and said he had assaulted a woman a week earlier. Like, he's not, he wasn't a good guy, but he's with his kids, so it looks but bad. But my problem is this. is like, okay, fine. He assaulted a woman the week before. He had a knife in his car. You shot him seven times in the back. You have a taser. You have mace. You have oh, a baton. Oh, this is the cops you're talking yeah. about. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the kid who... No, oh, yeah, I'm talking about the cops. Yeah, because that was crazy, too. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It goes back to what I say. Just fucking comply. I know cops are no, assholes and they're wrong. Well, I saw a video. We we so here, differ. I saw a video of a, guy, a black guy this week who, A, let's start with this, false arrest. Okay? They have the wrong guy. He is complying. Hands on his head like this. A cop comes up from behind, kicks him in the back. The other two both punch him in the side. They take him to the ground. He's now resisting because he's like, I'm being assaulted by four cops. When they find out it's the wrong guy, they give him the secondary charge of resisting arrest because, again, he's been assaulted. This whole comply thing, like... That's not justified, dude, but I still say comply. I, I, I'm i with Kamar only in that, that... That's not at all to say that cops aren't horrible. Police brutality is those, a horrible, horrible problem. In those situations, especially, I just feel like you you're enraging the devil and you you don't want to fucking poke these bears because Again, i think you guys are weapons. looking at the wrong thing it's not let's fix the cops you guys are like we should just be better around the cops I, crazy it, fucking it outlook. is not it, it, that it, it is it, it isn't the sanest outlook but i don't know what the alternative is like in the meantime until we fix this or it might not be fixed people are comply gonna, are gonna get hurt like it, i just think it's maybe i'm stupid and privileged but if uh, cops are harassing me, I know my rights. Fuck you guys. Like, it's it just, I'm sure when I was 20, I did that. And that's why I spent many nights in the drunk tank and got roughed up by cops. But now in my older years, I've. That's I, just the most, I feel like that's a very dangerous, like, just give up your rights. They don't mean that much. It's for it, it, three hours or whatever. This isn't like a lifelong thing. Like the cops are harassing you every day. And if they are, I'm sure there's legal means that you can go to stop the harassment. Maybe sue the police department. Get a big bag. I, I just don't know the alternative than just complying. There's no way you buy what you just said, really? You just go 100%. sue the cops and get a big bag? You're fucking insane. Well, dude. that's better than getting shot seven times and this guy was paralyzed, but losing your life at the end of the day. Like, standing up for your rights in front of the cops, you just feel like you stood up for your rights. That's what you get out of it? No, it's that you're 
Listen, if you don't stand up for your right, that cop will continue to fucking do that down the road to absolutely everyone he encounters until someone stands up and says, hey, guess what, asshole? We have fucking rights as citizens. You work for us. Get in fucking line. Like, I don't understand why we all have this attitude of like, well, what did the black guy do before this? Oh, he beat up a woman. Like, it's insane. Imagine. How about this? Imagine if that was your brother. Imagine if that was a relative of yours yes. and you found out that he was walking back to his car, whether he had beat up a woman or not, walking back to his car, shot in the back seven times by a, a paid police officer that your taxes pay them. Not only that, and then the, no charges pressed, most likely, right? We're all going to go down with that. That's probably how I think, it's I think that's where we're at right there. But I, I just There's think... There's a huge problem with that. You're not wrong. It's I, insane. Yeah, I agree. We should all be disgusted. You both have good points. But I that's think you thinking you have to stand this. up for your rights with the cops in that moment is more dreamy boom boom than complying and just down the road being upset about it. Maybe you feel better about yourself if you stand up for your rights. I think you there are times where you should absolutely stand up for your rights. And then there are times where you should comply. It depends what the situation is. It depends if your life is on the line. And it, like it, but it, let me, let me again point depends. out to you why. Okay. So think about what you just said. Why should your life be on the line when you're dealing with a fucking police officer that your that your taxes pay? Why should you ever, ever a trained, I can't, I can't sit here and listen to you guys say this anymore. It's insane. The fact that you guys defend this and that you're like, oh, we're not defending it's not it. defending and, and, and you're getting angry and what if over the, week, the wrong what if thing. The I'm before, not. What if this week before the cop pulled over, a cop pulls over a car and it's gangbangers and he gets shot up like, and then everyone's on edge. It, there's, it's so I, oh. fucking situational. We can't speak about it like, this is just the way it should be. I'm sorry. You just brought up the most anecdotal. Okay, what if a cop pulls over a it's, car and gets shot up by four gangbangers? The what does that week, have to do with anything? No, what he's it, saying. The I, psyche of cops the next time they approach a car or whatever. Like, it's it's so complicated. I 100% agree. Police brutality okay, well, is how about an issue this? that has to be solved. Fine, then get rid of their tasers. Take the batons away. Let's just just give them guns. English And style. give them no fucking, guns. give them the gal, the gal, too. Not the gal, the fucking thing the judge has. Fuck it. Give them the everything. Gavel. Yeah, I, I'm done then. Fuck it. You're clearly on board. I mean, I get it. You're a Trump supporter. You're as right wing as Law they come. So, yeah, I get it. It's absolutely insane. And I, I just think it's cavalier if you say that people should freak out when they're getting arrested uh, unjustly and it, not expect anything bad to happen to them. I'm not saying that's right, but it's it seems more delusional. Yeah, it seems delusional to freak out that your rights are being impinged. I would love to see you get pulled over, feel the cops shoot you wrong, and freak out. You don't think you'd comply? It's not freaking out. Kamar, again, I... Oh, it's so No, but listen to what you said. Comply. Like, again, so you just, no matter what, if an authority figure tells you, if he says put your face on the curb and shut the fuck up, you're putting your I'm face putting on the curb? putting my face on the curb and shutting the fuck wow. up. And I'm a, I'm a bitch for that. And I can live with that. What would you do, Simon, if a police officer said put your face down on the curb? I think I would put my face down on the curb and then I would go wherever they're taking me and I would say, give me my fucking lawyer, 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 because you never talk to the fucking cops. And then we'd see where it goes from there. But I'd want to like. So, okay. And let me ask you this. So six months down the road when nothing happens, how do you feel? I probably feel shitty. Yeah. I don't think that's far stretch. But I don't think that's a far stretch. I'm alive. Like if that's the, if that's the between me getting killed by them or is that what we're debating here it's almost well, again like, why is it it's either i get killed or i comply like why is that it's insane they I don't, don't know matt i don't know that but let's keep that. in mind too are they were they chasing a murderer down were they chasing someone hold on just hear me out apparently you broke up a fight okay but that's okay we don't, don't have all the, the details but let me just ask you this again what crime do you have to commit where you feel comfortable with a cop shooting someone seven times in the back never 
Not never, because there's times where I definitely think... But why seven times in the back? That never makes sense. Well, no, let's say I shoot, I pull a gun out, you're a cop, I shoot at you, I'm a terrible shot, I miss, I turn around to run. I mean, again... No, you but could, why would I have to unload seven clips into you? Well, it's not seven clips, it's seven I, rounds, but... Seven clips is like 32 shots. Sorry, seven Rounds, bullets. yes. When I could easily just shoot you in the leg twice and make sure that you're not going anywhere or whatever. I mean, again, we're all talking about anecdotal stuff. I saw this video. You saw this video. A taser would have done the trick. I didn't see the video. No, no, he got tased and resisted it. Me and Simon are bitches that think you should comply and you think you should stand for a right. I no, didn't no, call no, you a bitch. No, no, so no I, I, I would call that. myself a bitch and I just lump Simon in with me. It has nothing to do with being a bitch. I just think that you, I, we all have rights. And the fact that we give these people a badge and then just let them walk all over them because of what? Sucks. They're your neighbors. They're the people that live beside you. I don't understand but why. This, totally. This but is from Rodney King. Like, it's just, it's just like how the riots are now uh, totally commonplace. It used to be if there was a riot, it'd be like big news. But now it's that riot here. Police brutality has just become, we've become desensitized to it. I, I, I'm not desensitized to it. That's what I'm telling you. I don't it know. It disgusts me every time I see it. The Rodney King thing seemed to be way more crazy until maybe the Floyd thing. Well, the, the Rodney King thing was only fucked up because no one had a camcorder. Yeah. It was fu fully filmed. Yeah, I'm aware. I, I remember watching it. Oh, yeah. oh, no one had a camcorder, so it was rare that... Yeah, you just didn't... It's been going on... Now you see it. Now it's commonplace because you see fucking... You could go on YouTube right now and see literally... It would be an endless stream of police brutality videos. It goes back to what I said. MC8 was interviewed and he was asked about police brutality and said, this has been going on forever and I would tell my kid to comply. And, it, and it's not right, but... It's better than losing your life, unfortunately. Listen, I agree. I'm not sitting here saying I would rather lose my life than... Uh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if we all just roll over, then this is the scenario we get in. And this is why we're here. I'm sorry. All, people acting like the way you guys are talking about, this is exactly why we're here. Is everyone just going, <laughs> yep, you're right, officer. I'm sorry. You have the power and I'll just... That's no, why we, we're here. We should absolutely all get together and make sure there's change implemented without having to risk these kids lives that's like that that's just all there is to it and and whatever that way is i mean that it happen should happen i think we're all in agreement of this that. stuff happens in toronto so, way more than it happens here like well no but we know stuff. a guy died to a cop fucking two years ago like we, we five blocks coming, from and, here and it was brutal it was police brutality it was unnecessary but i mean imagine what police brutality in russia is like or mexico or el salvador or any of these countries i know but we don't we don't compare ourselves like we constantly say we're better than them so you can't compare like well at least we're not russia of course we have it as good as it gets no, you can't be the best place in the world and then and then uh, compare yourself to a the one of the worst you know what i mean it's well a place where they oppress their people That's sure the... what else you have there there's a shitload let's there. move come on. on come on uh so bella thorne do you hear about bella thorne of course the porn star no she no. was a disney star she, oh she, we did this she did write star. direct a porn um she's 22 years old so as we know, you're not developed when you're, till you're 25, and she made a million dollars on a week on uh, OnlyFans. Two, two. She, I think she made a million dollars a day. At the end of the week, it was two million dollars. Um, she, they have a function on OnlyFans where you can do pay per view. So not only do you subscribe, now you're paying monthly. You can pay extra for extra content. And so she uh, said, "Pay two hundred dollars, and I'm going to show a nude picture." Obviously, perverts ensued. The picture was just her in lingerie. 
OnlyFans has a thing where if you feel you've been gypped on the pay-per-view, you can get your money back. So all these people took their money back. So OnlyFans had to change their whole platform, everything, because they couldn't have this money just going out. Because it used to be uh, creators are getting paid weekly, and they just couldn't have all this, all of a sudden, a mass uh, withdrawal. So everyone's now mad at Bellathorn for ruining their steady, stupid income and how it was going. Okay, let me just be real stupid for a second. What is OnlyFans? It's a site out of England where you can, it's, it's basically you get your site and people pay to watch you do whatever you want. So do a lot of people go on there and like do sexual stuff? Is that the idea? It was, it was mostly for sex workers, but the Legion Skanks have an OnlyFans. Luis Gomez says you could have an OnlyFans. So you would go on there and just do whatever you think whatever somebody will you pay want. you for. Exactly. Okay, thanks. So, and now Bella Thorne has said she joined this platform to give a voice for sex workers and stuff, but I think she just went after her money and all these sex workers are really mad at her now. You guys have no opinion because you know nothing about it. I don't know a lot about it, granted. Um, I don't know anything about it. I didn't even know what OnlyFans was, so sorry. Uh, sounds it, like she fucked it up for she everyone. She fucked it up for everyone, and now yeah. people are saying, you know, stay in your lane or whatever. And she wasn't she rich already because of Disney? She was rich already, and she just did a cash grab. And I think when she's 25, she'll look back and go, I shouldn't have done what I did. Take advantage of people like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's a nothing burger since we don't know about it. Well, I'm sorry. Do you have an opinion about it? Yeah, I think she's totally taking advantage of people. $200 to see one photo of her in lingerie. Like, but, but, and then she got caught. Like, it, it, if it had just happened and gone no, but on. It, had it been a naked photo, would it have been worth the $200? I don't know. If all those people see the naked photo and not decided it was worth the $200 and withdrawn, this still thing oh, still happens. They can do that? Up until now. Because this happened, OnlyFans had to change So everything. let me get this straight. Hold on. On OnlyFans. If you're a guy and you, if you're a girl and you go on there and you say, I'm going to masturbate for 10 minutes, pay me this much. Um, no, you'd have a monthly subscription. And now if you want to do something extra on top to make some extra cash. That, Patreon for porn. Right. But what he's, or sa- for, what uh, he's saying know, is I can watch well. you masturbate and then be like, no, nah, that's not good enough. I'm taking my money back. Exactly. But that wasn't happening. That's weird. Because Bella Thorne did such a big thing. It was a huge chargeback. But why isn't, like, how is that a model that makes any sense? I, I don't think people were feeling ripped off until this one incident. And if it did happen to be like 10 people or whatever, I, I don't know those uh, logistics. But because she was so big, it just created such an in, uh, outpouring of money or refunds that OnlyFans like, we can't afford this. If everyone were to do this, we can't afford it. The site crashes, whatever. But I think she's just doing a cash grab and now saying, I did it to raise awareness for sex workers and make a safe uh, opportunity for them. Like, obviously advised by an advisor or something to write this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay in your lane, Bella. Well, what? I just don't understand why her lane can't be showing naked pictures. If you don't want to look at it, then don't pay for it. You know what I mean? Read the story, maybe you'll understand better. I'm not good at explaining anything, really. But doesn't that seem right to you? Are you you're asking three forty year olds to comment on a twenty year old getting naked on a platform we know nothing about? Yeah, you know what? Self expert. It's probably just a bad idea. Stay to Disney. I hear you. Stay in your lane. Well, um, I don't know. That seems like you're getting wrong. It's mad oppressive. For the wrong. It's oppressive. Reason. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
It's so confused. Remember we were talking about the article last week of the guy who said New York's dead. Mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld clapped back and said it's not dead and wrote a other article, which I think is interesting because Jerry Seinfeld's a billionaire who lives in the Hamptons. But um, so he doesn't think New York's dead. So that's a opposing opinion. But the guy clapped back on Jerry because uh, Jerry wrote a couple of jokes about this guy. He said, at least I inspired you to write some new material. So the, the, the war rages on whether New York will survive or not. Sizzle. That's, that's some hot fucking topic, man. Hot fire. Well, I just wanted a, a bookend to the other side because obviously it was just me arguing against Matt. And now Matt has the backing of Jerry Seinfeld that New York will work out fine and... I don't. Th- so I don't a, think that Jerry backing me. What about you? There's plenty of after a week I've of deliberation. Of comedians saying that they think New York is dead. But after a week, I think I don't know the time span, but everything will return to some sense of normalcy. You think that now? You've retracted your well, statement from last week. Malcolm Gladwell thinks people should change their mind about something every day. I'm not there yet. Oh no, no, no! I, I'm not angry at you for it. I we agreed. Don't be married to anything but your wife. But I think everything will work out. I, I don't know the timeline. Maybe it's 10 months, but 10 years or whatever. That's what you're going with now. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, which I think is more of an um, optimistic point of view, which is healthier. I, I personally, you know what? I don't even care. And then, uh, well, two more things. Uh, Banksy. No, we need to take a break. Oh, yeah. Well, we also have oh. Simon has a laundry list of yeah, shit, so and I asked the to... Patreon to do stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. so well, no, just what else do you have there? Uh, just quickly, you heard about Banksy bought a yacht yeah, to, to save, save migrant yep. Libyans, yep. and then it, they had too many people, and they had asked for help. Okay. Because it was overloaded with people, so they almost um, sank, sank. The yacht. The yacht. Yeah. Well, it's not actually a yacht. It's like a French Navy ship, but that it looks pretty pimped Yeah, out. that would have been a shitty story, though, had they had too many. They were trying to help too many people and sunk. But um, I mean, it shows he, you how gross the he, problem is. He painted Ugh. this, he painted this uh, pink or whatever, but I think we should be not us three, but Canada should be in there helping these people and America should be helping these people because they all come from Libya and it's our fault that they have an unlivable state in. It's just shout out to Banksy. Yeah, the problem is they're all going to want to come here and we're never going to want to take them. It's the same with the states. We want to help them. We just don't want to house them. And we don't really want to help them. <laughs> no, we do. We yeah. No, no, because that's the whole, that's the U.S.'s thing, man. We cannot watch people in oppression, you know? We we are the but big... We wa- but no, that's not true, because they watch people in oppression all the time. I know, but like... It's if there's oil or something there, yeah, then we can't watch people. Of, of course. But we, as Canadians, we don't like to watch people in oppression. But that even is that, true. But, well, but even there, we do all the time. Like, look at, we just talked about North Korea I mean, 10 minutes do. ago. We do. We oppress people right in our country. I'm not saying we yeah. don't, but... But we like to think. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Oh, I heard her. Okay, nobody wants to help anyone. Man. I heard her. Like, I'm fine with that. I don't give a fuck. Wait until you hear what I have to say. I heard Uh-oh. an interesting discussion that if the First Nations didn't help us, we'd be America right now. The First Nations didn't help us, we'd be America right now. Expand like it would all that, be America, the, the, you're saying? The, who knows? But the Brit- oh, if the they British- didn't help us fight the British, yeah. No, or the they French. helped the British fight the Americans. The Americans? Yeah. Well, Laura Secord was a pretty big help, too. Well, wait, hold on. Hold on a second. No, but they actually gave their life. Laura Secord just uh, notified the troops I know, that they, they were coming. It was the French versus the British. It was the French versus the British. It was the Americans and the British versus the French and the natives. It was the British and the First Nations versus America. Oh, the British and the First Nations versus America. Okay. Don't forget, their country was established long before ours. Listen, it's all false anyway, so don't okay. worry about it. Fake but. news. <laughs> Fair enough. Is that it? We're taking a break? 
Yeah, this has gone way longer than I thought. You I'd feel go. good though about what you got out there. I don't feel bad about anything though. Okay, good. How many notes do you have, and how alien conspiracy centric is it? Well, it's good. It's going to be good conversation, man. Yeah, this is why we have to stick to this fucking Joe shit. It's going to be great conversation. Yeah, I would have been more comfortable if we just gone back and forth. But I'm I'm done. I have nothing to talk about. Well, either way, we gotta do an ad and then talk a little bit because it's. That's how we have to do this. So we need. Oh, there's rules now. Well, I mean, that's why I went to the Patreon. I had a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And to the Patreon. So it's fine. Listen, if you have stuff and it's you do your stuff and then I'll do mine. We're going to take a break. If there's not enough time, I won't do it. What do you mean time? We have unlimited time. There's no fucking. Well, if you want to keep it to a certain time frame. I wanted to keep it to an hour. But we're at yeah. an hour oh, 20 well, right now. Yeah, so I want to get out of here by three, but that's not happening. No, that's never happening. We're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill. We'll be back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me... Uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, it's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. Uh, you can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, this is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, as well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, we know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, no one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, there's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, they may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, they offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, Anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, as you name it, that's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, the website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, they have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. Welcome back. Human rights out the window. Welcome back. Human rights out the window. <laughs> what are you talking about? Your human rights? Anyways, go think, on. I don't think those are human rights. Oh, real quick. Um, I had a weird thought this week. Kamar was, our throwback that we just released 
was Rupert Sheldrake, um, the Morphic Resonance Man. And Kamara was talking about um, Morphic Resonance and how he thought that it had this, it could unlock the potential of humanity, I guess. Am I wrong? So it had potential. That's all I was saying. Yeah. So, first of all, I rethought it, and you could be right. Maybe I just don't know that we could unlock it yet. But then I also got to thinking maybe it's our, maybe we already have and we just don't know it. And I got to thinking about white women in particular. Karen's? Sure. Let's, well, that's a, good, that's a good segue. Just bear with me for a second here. So white women manage to get themselves the vote, which is very difficult to do. When you, when you don't have a say in, a, in anything, it's tough to get yourself you, a you're say. You're going back in history. I am, the, yes, the to like women's suffrage. Yes. Yeah. So like, let's say, let's just give an example. Let's say you guys were voting on something. And I was, I came in and was like, "Hey, can I be involved in the vote?" And you guys were like, "No, you're not." Like, it, it's tough Exclusion. to exclusion. That's it. It's tough to get yourself involved in something, and they did it. They pulled it off, and then in doing so, they then managed to help black people get the vote. And it just made me think that maybe Kamar, maybe in the maybe in the generations after, maybe there was some morphic resonance there where white women, in particular, oh, Karen's, I think I see where you're going right now. Do you? Well, uh, they had to they had to be a loud voice to get what they wanted, but it's carried over now. They're bitches. Well, it's, <laughs> yes, that's where I'm at. Yes, that's I'm, the I'm, downside. I'm just trying to break it down. Yes. Well, no, I was. I'm trying to. I'm trying to strengthen your argument. Yeah, I'm sure everything has negative consequences, but I think if people have a voice, that's a positive. But they're... hold on, you're taking it too far. I, I, the Karens uh, is a yeah, funny I part. I broke it down. Yeah. The, the Karens is a funny part, but I'm just saying in general, maybe that's why they have that strong like we want to change the world and change everything and make it better because it's like. A, you know, maybe it's that morphic resonance saying like we, the sixth I don't know. Wave of I mean, I think you're assuming that that's in all women, first of all, right? Like, no, I, because I said that. Well, first of all, I said white women, white women. No, but I mean, there must be a huge percent of the population that of white women that are just like happy to. Sure. Of course. I'm not, I'm not blanket statementing anything. And what I just said was retarded, but no. Anyways, just a fucking thought that my I'm totally down with the morphic resonance. I think like Kamar, it could be an X factor type deal. If they if we knew how to unlock the true potential of being able to, you know, communicate on that kind of level with each other. Well, not um, communicate. It would just so much be like, I know physics. Now, you know, physics, everyone knows to physics. me. That's that's, yes. To me, that's a form of communication. We're sharing ideas. We're we're just doing it without having to waste our time flapping our gums you know well that's where you and i had a, d a disagreement last week the part that kamar i could couldn't wrap my head around although i'm not against is um i'm immune to this virus so you're all immune to this virus yeah i, could I was just wishful thinking that well, no, you never know the but, patreon because it was hot a hot discussion i'm not <clears throat> saying it's impossible no but that was it is then i sat back high out of my fucking mind in my basement and i was like okay well maybe you never know maybe it's just the same because it's the same principle well this is what your I, body just i mean it's creating antibodies but maybe your body just flicks something on since we don't understand the conscious well this is what we don't i understand this shit. is what i'm thinking okay we're all sitting here right now and above us you don't see it but there is a super highway of consciousness you know what i mean and <laughs> just right just right above us Maybe it's not right above us. Maybe it's way up there, okay. like up there, but it's, so it's going. And if we were able to harness into it, we could then use it to transfer information, to get information and all the things that come with understanding, 
the rules of how to use these super highways. You know who's going to help you do that? Who? Elon. Oh, fuck. That's, I got, okay, perfect. What? Thank you, Kamar, because that welcome. is the, I didn't even, this isn't planned. <laughs> um, I, I want to talk about Elon. Okay. So Elon, it, here's the thing. I've been watching a lot about this Neuralink. Is that why you brought him up? He, they he put it in, to, pig. to the pig and everything like that. And you know me, I thought if you go back and listen 20 episodes back, maybe even sooner, I was like, this guy is doing the Lord's work. You know, he is blazing trails and all of that and it's just kind of more recently that i've come because i didn't like him and then i liked him and then now i'm back to i think this is what i, I think he's a cia plug for sure obviously obviously but listen to this okay even if he's not even if he's just a guy who's they're using him for his technology if the CIA is able to get their hand if Neuralink if everybody <laughs> agrees like oh my god Neuralink is the new best thing we all have to get it especially the youth they are going to have something in our brains that you don't think there's going to be a back door for them to get into they're going to be able to turn anybody into a Manchurian candidate like that or if they want to um, Clinton you and all of a sudden you drive off a cliff just like that. You know, they're already in your head. It's like when you sign away your data to these companies, you do, you're going to implant this thing and not even know what you're allowing them to do. <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, you could argue the same about, and I know you're going to love this, but fucking vaccines. You sound like a, an anti-vaxxer, to be honest. Okay, I don't want to go there. So mean, well, <laughs> meanwhile, okay, meanwhile, you have Elon, yeah. okay, who's this like white knight, right? Like everybody looks at him like he's this, you know, he's like the Jesus of technology. Mm -hmm. Everyone just thinks he's doing everything great. perfect. That works perfectly into the CIA or whoever's plan because... So did they, the CIA give, uh, did the CIA give, what's his name from Apple, cancer? I mean, you're doing my work for me, buddy. <laughs> well, I just, Apple's always been very staunch in the not letting anyone in. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then the next guy who comes in probably doesn't have the same fucking scruples that, uh, what's his fuck had. What was his name? What am I talking about, Kamar? Apple. Tim Pool? No. no. Uh, not Tim Cook either. Not him. No. Tim Cook is a new guy. Yeah. Steve Jobs. Jobs. Steve Jobs, Jobs thank Jobs. you. Jesus, how do we not fucking think of that? I'm so old. Well, because dead. they killed him a long time ago, and he's <laughs> out of the fucking vernacular now. No, that's exactly right. We did, the, again, we're doing their work for them, man. I'm telling so you. So I killed Steve Jobs? No, I, I just mean to put him out. They want him out of the lexicon. Mm -hmm. This was a guy who was trying to push some real different ideas that were obviously against the, I don't know. I'm, I'm tired of saying they, but I don't, I legitimately don't know who they are, but it's obviously something. The transgender. It's some, no, it's not. It, it, <laughs> well, they, I like, mean. We're going to call them the lizard people from now on because I just don't know a better name for it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Call them them. Them, fine. Zim. 
No, no, no just change one letter. Then, a- anyways, you know what I'm saying. I just I don't know who exactly they are. I but know, you're concerned. I know that the CIA works for them, whoever they are. All right. If uh, Christian Williams wants to know if you could go into any celebrity's phone for two minutes, who would it be, and what would you look for? The celebrity is sort of a loose term. Like they have to be in entertainment, or they're no, just no, famous. Just any, anyone famous? Why not? Uh, Bill Clinton. Oh. And what are you looking for? I'm looking for fucking sketchy shit. You want to look at child? Porn? I was just gonna say that's weird. On, no man. communications to people. Okay. <laughs> I just go to the search function. Type Jeffrey Epstein. I'm sh- I mean, I'm sure it's all erased. I would have to go into like, um, shit, I don't know, man. I was going to say Bieber for the celebrity nudes, but that seems gross. Oh, I guess Chappelle. Just to fucking see. I imagine his Rolodex of texts is staggering. Yeah, no one ignores Chappelle. I would go into Tom DeLonge's phone. Oh, yeah. I figured you were going to like a Graham Hancock or something like that. No, DeLong would make sense. I was going to say Lou Elizondo, but uh, I think DeLong might even have like, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's just dumb enough to take more pictures, you know? And you just go through the photos? I would. You only have two minutes. Or the tech. I would go through the photos, yeah. I think he would have taken a picture of an alien somewhere. Or you just it's just sitting in his phone for sure. He's not <laughs> four digit password he, he on there. W- he went on Rogan, dude. Okay, his password is just three, 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 Rogan, three. Dude. If if you know what, I bet Lou Elizondo will go on Rogan. Mark my words. Your words have been marked at yeah. 10 minutes or and 36 seconds. Somebody from that show from unidentified or something, they're going to do something. So they're going to be on there. So do you guys have a list of guests that you would potentially like? I'll do mine real quick. I have like seven here that I would like to see. Obviously, Chappelle's at the top. Rick Rubin. Cool. I'd love that. Zach De La Roca. Mm-hmm. Flea. Mm-hmm. Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. Dave Portnoy. Mm-hmm. Sasha Baron Cohen. You are the problem. Oh, Simon, you hit the button. I'm the problem. <laughs> Our wow. first drop. Yeah. Yay. We used the technology. Uh, and the dude from All Gas, No Breaks, I think would be a fun... I think he'd be a fun guest on Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Do you have any others? Uh, I would like to see Louis C.K. Oh, great one! Fuck yeah, um, Ellen DeGeneres. That's never gonna happen. Uh, what? This is just dream guest. Yeah. Um, you can't say that. She's a comedian. Anything could happen. Never know. Bill Clinton, Ghislaine Maxwell. Wow. And Donald Trump. You and, oh, and but Trump, hold on. I think is the top. Can I ask you? Like genuinely, do you think the Trump episode would be good? It would either be a fucking uh, dumpster fire or it'd be amazing. And it's sort of like that thing like, it's possible he's interesting. It's possible. No, well, it's not possible. Well, no, I just... I I just mean in a two-hour, because he he always has a half-hour conversation talking about the issues, but a two-hour long-form interview just talking about whatever, it may come up to be interesting or he's just... He would expose himself. I think that's the real motivation to. to I do just. That. I feel like anytime I've seen him be interviewed, it's almost as if he's not listening to the questions at all. I don't think he is. Okay, so at least we're on the same page. I think he he's just like, "I'm the best. I'm the best." Sorry, yeah, I think he's something? just got like a stock answer that's gonna big him up and. And but just my but, point being in a long form interview. I guess yeah. I don't think it could be kept up, but if he does, then he's a. He should be an Oscar-winning actor. Quentin Tarantino. Um, oh fuck, that might be a good one. Martin Scorsese. Too old. At this point, probably, yeah. 
Uh, Chris Nolan. He might be interesting. I don't know, though. I think we've established that we don't want too much Hollywood, do we? Well, I think the question of celebrities was interesting or, or forced me to think about one thing. But I know I don't think about any... Uh, oh, Bill Gates... Um, I don't think really about scientists or, or yeah, I figured, civilization. Yeah, I mean, I figured like you and I weren't going to that. I figure Simon's going in that direction. Simon, what about you? James uh, Cameron. I would. Oh, James, James Cameron, Cameron is one, one I would love. Also uh, Canadian, so that'd be nice. And again, brings me to something else I want to talk about, about uh, the ocean and whatnot. But uh, yeah, that would be a great one. I was thinking uh, Buzz Armstrong would be a good one. Too old? Neil Armstrong? Buzz yeah. Aldrin or Buzz Aldrin? Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Their love child. Yeah, no, not. Uh, I get, I got mixed up with uh, the both uh, of them. You said Buzz Armstrong. No, Buzz Lightyear. I was. Okay. The, I got all fucked up. Anyways, I think that would be interesting. And uh, if I had to pick an actor, I think Christian Bale would be interesting. Oh, you know who I'd say. If there's an actor, it's Tom Hanks. Oh, right. And <laughs> I would love to see the return of Tom DeLonge on the show because I think he. It would be an interesting I, I, I return think that conversation. Must be in the mix. It must be in the mix. Well, but will he come in? You just going? Wah! I told you, bitches. No, I think I think Kamar that, like I said, you might see somebody else from Two of the Stars Academy, not Tom DeLong. Something involved with that. So, like one of the other with all guys, the developments. Um, uh, there's a bunch of dudes they could bring on. What about that Canadian defense minister? Well, I talk about him all the time. Yeah, but wouldn't you like to see him on? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. I, is he even still alive? I think he's dead. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure of that. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> believed there were Sorry. 12 Sorry. different races of aliens and it all functioned like I think it does, like the Federation. And um, yeah. No, it's, it's really interesting though because the two major things in um, Star Trek are that it operates like that like there's interstellar federation but that there's that rule right i forget what it is but not to interfere the with name anything. yeah if you find a planet that's you less, can observe but not get you, involved that's um you can't fuck with their growth you can't interfere it's so interesting because that would explain if that's how it really works out there in the galaxy why they can't fuck with us why, that would answer why they haven't destroyed us yet, why they haven't done anything. And if they are doing it, they're going, this is a group that's going against the protocol, you know? Would the powers that be here know that? Wouldn't rule number one of the Federation be don't talk about her? And if you do, you're out of the Federation? Like Fight Club? Yeah, but like it just seems odd that Gene Roddenberry would get this pass from this interstellar... Go federation well, maybe yeah. you got kicked out and I'm, I'm doing the show anyway. no dude you're doing amazing that's again an amazing segue to something subway i wanted to talk about oh real who, quick that was no fluff that wanted to know who we wanted to see go ahead um you know there are like uh we've been talking a lot about the cia and winds of change we. and yeah, interesting i love well, that it's like the they okay on this podcast sure we've yeah. been discussing a lot topic. about okay winds of change in the CIA and how they influence uh, our own people and uh, the youth in other countries and all of that. We also know that writers, I mean now for sure, but back in the day, um, were proliferating a lot of ideas that may have been against the grain at the time. Guys like uh, Jules Verne or... Um, Edgar Allan Poe or, uh, fuck, I don't know, man. 
different writers who were, you know, giving out ideas about what may the future would have been like, may have been like. Futurists. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. If you look at it that way, maybe those were guys at the time who were being used the same way that, you know, the CIA used the guy for winds of change. And they're this just there to proliferate information that they want them want you to hear, you know, and that's how you would do it. Like you would do it back then. Those were the guys who were speaking to the youth, to the counterculture, to the right. And it's all, listen, if, if the CIA really is just an extension of like some other group that had come up from another group that had come up from another, like that's how these things work. Then they're running this. That's how these things work. They're running this same playbook from God knows when, you know? It's very interesting. I mean, it really, I just, uh, here's I'm why I can't you, buy winds that. Of change has but here's like why I can't buy that, Simon. Broken the fucking glass curtain for me. Explain to me why something that worked. Careful, you're going to knock that thing off the table. Explain to me why something that worked like 100 years ago would work now. Because people are people are people are people. No, and I'm fine with that argument, but I mean, it, you have to adapt to the times. Absolutely. So. And they do, Matt. They adapt from the times by using an author to infiltrating a, a concert and using a band and like it does change it, it's just the same play and they implement it in all different time periods it it's brilliant it, it and it's obviously tried and true because they keep on doing it I, I, to me it's amazing but really the like i know i harp on this winds of change because again to me it's this moment of like Holy fucking fuck. I had just heard it all about Manson on Rogan, which was like the start of the, the, the curtain being pulled back. And then this just... What about the CIA running drugs? and All of that, man. That's what I'm saying. Everything I knew until that point, because that was all like it seemed important. And this one seems like, why are they fucking around with a, a song for kids, you know? And then I was like, no, it's just as important, but on another level. And they have their, like I said last week, they have their stinky little thumbs in a lot of fucking pies. But I always why wonder... Do they, why do they have stinky thumbs, Simon? Because uh, the why pies do, stank because they're shit thumbs? pies, Matt. Oh, nothing worse I always than wonder, a shit pie. Nothing worse than a shit pie. I always wonder when you bring up the CIA, are you looking for pushback or agreement or are you just raising awareness? From you, I'm looking for agreement. Yeah. From Matt, I'm obviously looking for pushback. This is all for awareness. Awareness, that's what it's for. I think there are only two things I'm meant to do, okay? I think one is expose the CIA. And two is to enlighten you about ancient civilizations. Oh, no. Bigfoot. Bigfoot, that all is nonsense. It's fun. Whoa. No, no, I think it exists. I just don't know. Edit that out. I don't know. (laughs) He doesn't know what he's saying. That's off brand. I do not know how much, like, I'm with you, okay? If we discover Bigfoot is real, that's incredible. Doesn't change much, Okay. If we find out there were ancient civilizations that existed 30,000 years ago, that changes fucking everything. So I'm with you. That's fun. I'm not going to stop talking about it, but I don't think it's important. I think people understanding that 6,000 years, 10,000 years, that's fucking nonsense, man. Nonsense. 
And if you're letting your kids be taught that, like you're doing everybody a huge disservice, huge, huge disservice. How? Because we should know where we come from. You don't know where we come from. And the fact So that, explain to me how, where do we come from, Simon? Well, I know that it started a lot before they're telling us. So what, so how does that, how did that just help humanity? Okay, here's the thing, man. If they're, them, if the them are trying to keep that from you, they're doing that because there's something there that they don't want you to know. Something good. They wouldn't be keeping it from you if it was bad. They'd be warning you about it. What? <laughs> okay. So you think they warn us about the bad stuff, but they keep the good stuff away from us? Sometimes. Okay. Well, now you're just arguing against yourself, but I'll I'll, I'll indulge. Keep going. No, that's it. I just... Okay. That, that's it. Fair enough. I think those are the things that are, like, actually important. Because those are, like... Uh, anyways, it doesn't matter, man. Well, no, it matters. You're... you're... No, it doesn't matter. Okay. So move on. <laughs> You're going to knock that thing off the table with your foot. I'm fine. Okay. Fine. I'll catch you with my feet. What else you got there, Simon? Oh, we're already, we're on to my stuff now. Were we not? I asked two small things. Yeah, no, I I've, I thought maybe there was more on the Patreon. There's a or, ton more. Yeah. Go so ahead. I don't want to do mine. I want to do, because some guy asked about. Uh, well, yeah, he wants to know what you think about the missing plane. And if you thought Bigfoot was part of an ancient civilization. Right. So what's the missing, what missing plane is it? I believe the one that. What, the Malaysian yeah, plane? The Malaysian one? That they never like found. Like MX, M6, 730 or something? I don't know, man. They can't find something that crashed in the ocean? Well, you argue that the ocean is huge. and No, this is what I mean. Like, that, that was like, I think a lot could happen to that thing in the ocean. I think their argument was that it crashed, not so like middle of the Pacific, but more... The human being who has gone the deepest in the ocean. Who do you, what part of the military do you think it is? I think it's James Cameron. <laughs> he was this so sneaky. Yeah, like, this guy's the worst. Oh, uh, the U.S. Navy. Do you ever read? Um, you would think so, right? No, Kamar, you no, would think so. I wouldn't because I listen to the same things you listen to. No, I know, but they don't. That, that's insane. Do you ever read Clive <laughs> Cussler's? Clive Cussler's books. No, he's like he's a, a he's like a an Indiana guy. Jones. No, more Indiana Jones, okay. not so spy. But uh, the 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 lead character is in the oceans, so there's always stuff in the water. Mm. I find it interesting. Yeah, no, there the oceans are so big. They're so big. There's obviously, I don't, I don't. It seems very odd to me. We are uh, if I was an alien, that's where I'd hide. A very exactly. We are a very curious creature human beings we want to get to the bottom of everything except literally the ocean we're we're okay with just like yeah don't bother but we, what's no, down no, there no, i don't know but don't bother we've agreed that it's the uh conditions of the ocean that are not um favorable to humankind because you can't breathe yeah. under there and once you get deeper the pressure crushes yeah. you so it's just not i mean if bezos changes mind Maybe yeah, you, you could need populate. you need a huge benefactor. That's a lot the problem. of money. Yeah. That's James Cameron. He has tons, and he's been down there. He doesn't There's have Jeff Bezos' there. money. He, yeah, not even close. Not uh, and even I think close. I think he might be going bankrupt with this new avatar. Um, but that brings me to Antarctica because there's another place where. Nobody ever goes. But the conditions are not favorable to humans. Well, here we go. Flat Again, earther. you would need a lot of money. No, it's not flat earth, Matt, at all. 
if anything, it's hollow earth, but it's definitely not flat earth. Gotcha. And when, here's the thing about hollow earth, okay? It doesn't necessarily, ha- hollow earth is a stupid word. It's a stupid idea. Because it's not, it's not. No, it's filled with lizard people, so it's obviously not hollow. No, but God. We, we do know that there are really intricate cave systems. And I think that's what they meant when, at one point, when they were coining the term hollow earth. And it became like a stigma to talk about the fact that there are like massive caverns, on, which there are for sure. Like we know this, you know, in Antarctica, especially, I think there are ones in the ice. And apparently there are like massive lakes, like the biggest lake in the world is in Antarctica and it's underneath the ice, but it still functions as an ecosystem with rivers that run and it's like crazy. So here's the thing. There was always like the tales of Admiral Byrd who flew over and he said he flew in and there were people living in there and all that. That seems far-fetched, even for me. But we do know that the Nazis were up there for sure. That's a fact. They were up there. They were building bases up there. We don't know why they were up there. But the rumors are (laughs) that there could be like an ancient civilization that's caught in the ice that would have existed a long time ago before the ice came. Sorry, did you say the rumors? The rumors are this is happening? Well, like... Rumors, I, I don't know. I, I just think they'd be floating around. I heard it somewhere. I didn't make it up. So what do you want to call that? The theories. The theories, sorry. Not the rumors. Rumors makes it, everyone's sorry. talking about I'm it in back rooms. I'm sorry, stuff. the theories. Pardon the me, theories. semantics. No, I, I mean, it's. I, I see where you're going. I don't think a lot of people are like talking about it around the water cooler. I do not either. Mean. <clears throat> but what if there is like something that's there and that's why the Nazis were there? So just humor me for a second, okay? buried deep underneath the ice that they could get to through some cavern somehow, maybe caused by the fact that there are tons of volcanoes underneath the ice in Antarctica. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this, but there are. So those could be causing like heat pockets and that could be what's creating entrances to some of these places that wouldn't have been available before. Uh, Anyways. So they find this ancient civilization kind of like a, a pre-Incan empire or something like that, that was, it would have had to be way older than that, obviously, like really, really old to be caught under all that ice because it would have had to be before the Ice Age, before the last Ice Age. That would be incredible, right? Like that would really be incredible. That would be so ancient that it would, like, it would just, it would be insane. Do you wish there was something in life that made you excited and giddy? Oh my God, it's insane. Anyways, so that was one theory that I heard. The other theory that I heard is that the reason that the Nazis were up there in the first place is because same type of idea caught beneath the ice, which means very old, because it would have had to have been iced over. The predator. Are three UFOs, okay? One of them is humongous. Like... A, Huge. a mile across. And that's what they were doing up there. They were building their bases around these things. They were trying to study. They were trying to get through the ice to get to them. To, dude, again, it, it might just be a tale 
but it is so fun. It's so fun, man. Like that is a great story. It gives me joy. It's a the great joy story. You from this. And that it, it just, the, the way I was saying, you know, like when I said hollow earth, the first time you immediately went flat earth, this is crazy. Don't talk to me about this. This is silly. When you start thinking of it more of like caverns and cave systems and things like that, it's totally feasible. But over time, through stories, it's become this thing that seems far-fetched. And I'm sure that's on purpose. The same, we talked about this last week, or maybe we talked about it on the Patreon they want science should be a thing where whatever idea you have, you investigate because that's what science is, right? You're trying to find out the unknown. You make a theory and you have to disprove it for it to be if, if If I'm trying to talk about aliens scientifically and you immediately poo poo me, I'm not going to want to talk about it. And then no new research is ever done. That doesn't seem right. But they do that, them, in order to keep some of the science from happening. I'm sure. They You're dis- sure. Well, come I'm on. Sure. I mean, they discredit organizations. It's the same thing they do with like, I don't even know. I, I would know. Yeah, anyways. Then, you know what? Then the last thing I'll say about the CIA is when you think about the CIA and cults <clears throat> and you think about this idea where like we know what they were up to with Manson or Mind we, control specifically we, is what you're talking about, right? We think we know. Well, no, just that, but putting leaders into power of, um, to start these families of people who follow them, and they're actually in charge behind the scenes, you know, because they're running the, yeah, the puppets. It's just, then you look back on a lot of these groups like, it all kind of falls into place, man. Koresh, uh, Jones, like that's what they were doing. They were, they were just running experiments and seeing what, like I said, throwing a lot of lines into the water. I love that you think that, so they, these, they only operate in the States. No, I think this happens everywhere. I was going to give you this example of, uh, well, I told you about that cult that took place up by my cottage. It's like the temple of the rising sun or something like that. They were actually an alien cult. So weird. And their home base was in Switzerland. And a lot of things have happened in Switzerland. There's been like two separate mass suicide cults there. Um, Have you ever heard of that guy, Billy Meyer? He's like this alien dude and he uses these, like his footage is so clearly bogus. He uses these tiny little models. Like it looks like they're on strings. It's crazy. But he has this mass following of people who are like, diehards again in Switzerland who think this guy is like the Messiah. It's it's just, look, you could, I know you could say, Oh yeah, the CIA is doing everything. That's crazy. But when you think about all the different, um, weird attempts they made, just, Again, just let's try this. Let's try that. Oh, you want to do uh, magic incantations? Oh, you want to talk about mind control? Oh, super soldiers, this, that. Like, it never fucking stops. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. 
It, it, you can blow your mind and get lost in it. You can totally get lost in it. But winds of change. That's what made the difference because it seems so fucking benign. And you're like, right, but this is just another... This was somebody like, you know, Matt works for the CIA and he likes music and he was like, oh, let's give this a try. Anyways, I'm done. <laughs> Do you have a top three movies? Someone wants to know that of all time. Uh, Fight Club. Really? I love Fight Club. Hmm. It's one of my favorite movies. Well, obviously, top three. Um... Uh, it's really hard. I mean, it's really hard. Fight Club is... I'd Just throw three out quick. Goodfellas. Yep. Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and True Romance. Ooh, yeah. They're, uh, they're dated now, but very impactful for me when I saw That's all that matters. Yeah, that's it's to oh, you. That's, uh, well, no, it's whatever you want. Yeah. Jesus, there's no stipulation. Don't fucking rule. Yeah. Well, no, no, I just, just wouldn't... I liked Star Wars, obviously, when I was a kid, but like, it's garbage now. It wasn't when it came out. What if e. I what if I told you that the CIA was responsible for Star Wars? I could not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it wasn't. I was just testing you. If what you said is true, maybe it half was, the I shit we that makes life life is caused by the CIA. So I'm going with it. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Shawshank. Oh, Shawshank's amazing. Classic. Goodfellas. Classic. Isn't it so weird that Shawshank is a Stephen King book like that? It's a short story. I know, but book. it continuously blows my mind, you know? Oh, really? I mean, Green Mile. That was also a Stephen King. I know. But uh, Green Mile is very different than the movie. Um, I think Shawshank er, is much closer to the well, story. I mean, keep in mind, it was a short story, though. So, you know, the screenplay is really what made it. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, I'm, yeah, right. I'm just being serious as far yeah, as, yeah, like, yeah, I, no, again, great idea by Stephen King, but it was... You know, I don't think the short story was longer than 40 pages long. Right, I'm trying to think even what, yeah. Rita Hayworth on the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was part of the book that Stand By Me was in, wasn't it? Stephen King wrote, I think I've talked about this on the show before maybe, the nope. Bachman Chronicles. Have you ever read those? No. So it's Stephen King when he was writing under the name Richard Bachman. Mm -hmm. And he wrote, uh, it's like four short stories in it. And one of them is called Rage. And it's about a kid who takes his classroom hostage hmm. and kills people with a gun. Dude, it's way before uh, any of that stuff ever happened. Hmm. It's weird that it's never been brought up by any of those fucking school shooters. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's always catcher in the rye. Uh, and no Country for Old Men, I think, would be up there for me, too. No Country for Old Men. Although True Romance oh, Big is... Big Lebowski. That's definitely I was going to say that there. has to be in yours, yeah. yeah. Um, but definitely True Romance is is probably in and out of the top three I, all. The I time. have to rewatch True Romance. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'll I'm pretty sure to, it's on Netflix um, right now. Yes, I think you are correct. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna rewatch it and then I'll let you know if it makes my top three. I mean, again, what like the opening credits alone? You're like, who isn't in this fucking film? What else? What else you got, Simon? You oh, anything? and then what was the Bigfoot thing? Sorry, what was the Bigfoot He wants thing? to know, uh, well, White Iverson wants to know if you think that Bigfoot is part of uh, an ancient civilization. Um, I mean, anything is possible, right? Uh, it could be possible, for sure. That It's kind of a cool idea, actually. I haven't really given it a ton of thought. So he's the, but I don't get it. He's the last, is that it? No, they'd be like the last couple of clans that have survived across the globe, you know? Survived underground. 
Well, that's my theory yeah. in the caves. Gotcha. Again, Chuds, yeah. don't call it hollow earth. Okay, sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Do you have a movie game for us, Kamar, before we uh, end this shit? Uh, Bill and Ted's 3 came out, so I thought we'd do Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Cool. It's the movie game. Cool movie. I like that movie. Um, the new Bill, Bill and Ted is coming out. Oh, it's out. it's out. You can rent it right now on Apple TV. Shut your mouth, really? Yeah. So it's Keanu Reeves yeah. and that guy who played... That guy, that's so mean. Uh, well, I'm sorry, I don't know his name. Do you know his name, Matt? Alex Winter? That doesn't sound right. I thought it started with a C, his last name. It's Alex Winter. Oh. It is? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I got to get going. He was in... Um, okay, go ahead, Kamar. No, we'll finish the movie game and I'll leave. He was in uh, Lost Boys. Yes. He was one of the vampires. Jason Patrick. There you go. That's a classic. We'll do that oh, one. Oh, that's too. one of my favorite movies, too, man. Boom. For Lost sure. Boys, yeah, really? It's, okay. It really. And that had a huge impact on my life. Made me want to be cool. Back to the Future actually had a huge impact oh, on yeah. my life, Back too. Oh, yeah. Back to the Future. Dude, there are so many movies, it's nuts. Oh, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off oh, had a huge impact one. on there's my life. One. Three movies is not That's really another fair. one that made me want to be cool. Ferris Bueller's yeah, Day Off. Yeah, for sure. And Skip School, well, which yeah, I did but... a ton of. Go ahead, Kamar. Sorry. Bill and Ted. Oh, that's it. It's the movie game. There it's the go. movie game yeah. where Matt and Simon go head-to-head. Decide what year a movie came out, the budget, and the box office. Cheeks, you're not fucking helping here, pal. There we go. And uh, what was the second Bill and Ted's called? Bogus Journey. Yes, thank you. Fuck, I could not figure it out yesterday and I didn't want to Google it. Boom. That's with death, right? Or is death in the first one? No, death's in the second one, I think. Yeah, it's the set where they got to beat him in all the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because the first one they're going and getting the guys from history and bringing them back for the oral exam. I just want to say thank you to everyone for listening because I'll leave after this movie. And Napoleon and all. Socrates. So great. See, that's where that's from. Yeah, I told you. That's where I that's said that from. to you. Jesus. So great. Directed by Stephen Herrick, starring Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, and George Carlin. Music by David Newman. Oh, yeah, Carlin. Oh, Mr. my Fly. God. Oh, that's right. right. Carlin is like. Jesus Christ. He's like the dude. He's the dude. He's Rufus. Yeah. That's his name, I right? I totally forgot. Rufus? Fucking Carlin's in that. I just pulled that right out of the air. Running time, 90 minutes. Well, because death is the dude from Shawshank. Hey, he plays either. death in the new one too. Uh, no, maybe it's this. Oh, oh, we're doing year. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Oh man, I'm way Change off. What year do you? Oh, you changed it twice. Twice, yeah. Okay, I, I just went with my first cut. Okay. I think I'm wrong. Go. 86. I said 86 also on the third try. I started 84, 85, 86. 1989. Oh, we weren't even close. See, I was okay. literally, then I thought to myself, well, there's no way I, I was three when this thing came out. That's impossible. No, Fuck. you weren't that yet. Uh, As they never get it. Yeah. 89. Okay. Um, so, budget. This is going to be a real fucking difficult one. The first Bill and Ted's. Okay. Um. Do, 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 do. And if you watch it, you have to watch all three in order, I think. I'm way off here, but I'm ready. Way off, but ready. February 17th, 1989. Oh, 10 days after my birthday. After his birthday. 10 days after my birthday. Yeah. Right. Fucking right, man. Okay. I, I don't know if I'm even close, but we'll see what happens. I'm either close or I'm a country mile off. I have... I never go even, but I just said 10 million even for the budget, and I said it made 76.8. Oh, fuck. I fucked up. 
Well, you don't know. Like, I fucked up. There's no stakes I said here. it was 16 million and it made 174. Yeah, you guys, I, we jump around to the two years. The actual budget was 6.5 million. Oh, I was close. close. And the box office was 40.5 million. Well, you're pretty close. Yeah, but this is where that threshold thing fucks up. Because, like, I was, I, I mean, I went way, double. You're on, I'm you're way on. off. Oh, you, yeah, you're you were off. a country mile. If we're judging off, by yeah. who's closer, then you win. Movie I don't mean, make that much. I'll say this I was in the right park, as in, I knew it didn't have a super big budget. But that it made a good ROI. Oh, for our rules, you did win. Well, You're 50 I million mean, with I the thing. I don't give myself a win there. Should we do number two? No, no. Kamar's got to go. Oh, let's not, let's not torture no, no, this guy. Fuck. Uh, you guys finish off. I'm going to leave. I apologize to you guys. I apologize to listeners. Sorry, if you told me we were going to have a two-hour podcast with no Joe this week, I would have said you're crazy. I'm impressed with us. We're able to do it. We're kings. I'm not. This episode was shit. I love the <laughs> listeners. I love you guys. Have a we'll good talk day, to you soon. You'll be good. Wrap it up, pal. Well, uh, Simon. Kamar yeah, don't worry. We'll uh, we'll drop it all on them. Bye, Kay. And then there were two. The last time this happened, I I didn't like what went down. What went down? I don't know. We had some like big, deep fucking conversation. I just about what? I don't know. Probably what are you talking about probably about racism or something. Jesus, you guys are fucked. You know that? You guys are both fucked. No, I'm saying like the last time you and I were left alone. Yeah, I know. I don't understand. Like, Let's keep talking about aliens is my point. It's just weird that you guys, we have this podcast and like you guys kind of skirt away from any like serious topic. Like we can talk about bullshit till the cows come home, but anything serious and it seems like. No, I just know it's going to start a huge argument where people actually get cares? feelings. I don't like it, man. But I here's the thing. I want to do that. Let me, let me be honest. I've never during this podcast actually caught feelings well, that didn't go away two like minutes later. Catching feelings. No, why? Because, dude, first of all, emotions matter. Like, do you want me to just sit here like a robot and tell you my opinion, or do you want me to fucking really tell you my opinion? Mm, I want you to do whatever you want. Absolutely. No, I hate this podcast. Okay. Well, maybe we shouldn't do it anymore. Well, maybe I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a great. Uh, this is this didn't take long to dissolve. No, it didn't. Do the without, plugs without Kamar. Chico, chill out. Maybe he's the glue. No, he's not. <laughs> I can assure you of that. Um, was there anything else I wanted to talk oh about God, before God. we're done? Did he shit on you? No, he just won't chill. Like, yeah. there, go. Uh, no, I think I pretty much hit all the nonsense I was looking to hit. Um, yeah. I'd like to think about who my top people ever would be on the show, but I... Feel like I would just give you a name and then think of a better name after Bill Murray. There's a fucking great. Uh, oh fuck, that's incredible. See there, that, that took you one? two seconds, and that solves a lot of bases, actually, Matt. Because again, guy who totally believes in UFOs, you would also get great stories out of them. I like those double threats, you know. Yeah, Bill Murray would be great. Yeah, that'd be the second Ghostbuster. No, it wouldn't be the second Ghostbuster. Sorry? The second Ghostbuster. To be on JRE. Oh. Dan Aykroyd was on. Dan Are Aykroyd. we having the same conversation right now? Yes, it would be the second Ghostbuster on, yes. And they can't get Venkman, but he, he's dead, yeah. he could get whatever. I'm sorry, Kamara is calling me. Okay, well. I don't, was I supposed to answer on air? No, I'd rather you didn't. No. So, hold on, let Let's finish this. This is a disaster. Okay, go. You go too, and I'll, I'll do all the stuff that matters here. I'm not going. I'm just looking out the door. It's fine. Why don't you put those on the microphone that we're recording into? That seems to work.
real ragtag operation we got. <sighs> I swear to God, I'm the only one that feels like I know what I'm doing here. Are you done? Uh, thank you for listening to this absolute fucking shitstorm of an episode. Uh, you can blame Joe Rogan. Uh, you can find him at JoeRogan.com. Send all your hate mail there. Um, we do have an email if you want to email us. Uh, it's jrepodcast at gmail.com. Um, there is a Instagram and a Twitter. They're both a J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram at Kamar Babar for the weather. You can also follow him on Twitter. Uh, Simon doesn't want to be followed. I don't care to be either. Um, there's a subreddit. It's reddit.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to join the conversation, post some stuff, give us your opinions. Again, tell us we're shit. Do whatever you want. That's fine. And the Patreon, of course. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Um, and you get extra content for that. You'll get the post show early as well as a couple episodes of This Won't Age Well, the series where we go back, we listen to old episodes of Joe Rogan, and we do what we do on the normal show. Um, and again, it just helps us uh, get new gear, keep the show rolling. This, uh, it's not always easy doing this. Trust me. <laughs> um, as you can tell by the last five minutes. Yeah. Um, I guess that's really it. Uh, if you are on the Patreon, we thank you so much. Uh, we did just have to get rid of the $1 tier. We didn't have to, but we chose to. I'll just be honest with you. Um, so if you were on the $1 level, um, you're not going to get any content anymore for that level, so you might as well leave, or you can go up to the $5 level where you will continue to get content. Um, if you can't afford it, we understand completely. We don't want you to give us money you don't have. Uh, if you can't afford it and you want to support us, please do so. It's uh, patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, and the YouTube. Even if you don't plan on ever watching us do this fucking shit show, please just head over to youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Hit that subscribe button and then you can piss off forever. We don't expect anything from you. You don't have to watch an episode. We're just trying to get to that thousand subscriber mark so we can uh, try to make uh, a buck an episode off this fucking thing. Simon, do you have anything you want to say to everyone? Um, yes. Uh, could you please go and leave a nice review on iTunes? It really helps with their stupid analytics. I know it seems like a nothing to most people, but, uh, that's that. And, uh, this episode wasn't so bad. You're being crazy. That's, um, it was actually really good. And really when you think about it, Oh, the ultimate salesman over here. No, I'm just going to tell you something sure. when you think about it. Okay. What we do is we talk about things that were brought up on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Everything we talked about today yeah. could have easily have been brought up on Joe Rogan. It yeah. just happened to be not. But it does. It, this didn't change our podcast so drastically that you'd be like, hey, wait a second. What the fuck? This isn't at all. You, you know what I mean? No, it just feels like it has. First of all, it's 90. This is the 97th episode we've done, excluding post shows and throwbacks and everything. There's at least now 97 episodes in. We have a little bit of, at least when I remember to hit the button, um, we have a little bit of form. You know what I mean? The show flows in a yes. certain way. It always has the same, which you could sit there and I know it seems like, oh, well, who cares about that? But that actually is something that matters in a podcast or oh, a television I, show. Or, you know I, I, mean? I totally understand. So for me, that's just one of those things. And whenever Joe does one of these off weeks, it always kind of throws off the, it just to me throws off the flow of the show. Like we're all kind of, we don't really know where to go. You know what I mean? Like once we start an episode, like, oh, Bill Burr was on. 
it, it doesn't matter who goes first or where we go. We all listen to the same episode. So it doesn't matter which order we hit the topics in. You don't end up with a story where some people don't know anything about it. Precisely. So it makes it hard to talk about. There you go. I understand. Sort of yeah. So listen, we had one of those, but for the most part, like there was nothing that we were talking about that we wouldn't have talked about anyways. So of course yeah. they'd always know, but it also just, you know, I become fearful that, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you guys could easily switch off the Joe Rogan thing and just do your own thing. And a part of me is like, yeah, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I would do that. It, it, it makes it different. I agree. It, Joe Rogan gives us structure. That's basically that was the word I was looking for. Is. Thank you. Structure. It gives us like a scaffolding on which to build off of. Yeah. If it ended up just being us talking about whatever the fuck we wanted. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's not good for you. Maybe that's just too. Well, no, I mean, listen, it's like. Here's meaning the thing. that Here... you'd have to listen to anything I wanted to talk about. So that's but I mean, again, it's not just you. It's Kamar, too. Like, yeah, like you said, if you came in here on a fucking serious alien tip one week, I would have to sit here for God knows how maybe a full hour, two hours and just you listen might, to alien stuff. And that to. might I might hate that. Yeah, you might Whereas that. it's fine. Like if Joe has an alien guy on, I'm aware that it's going to happen and I can prepare. You know what I mean? It's a, but it's and it's also not all the time. So that's yeah, Matt. I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I'm. I'm probably with it in agreement with you. I know. I don't, again, I don't think we're arguing about this. I think I, it's a I good just, discussion. Huh? I just don't think it was, um, I think it would make the show different. I don't think it would make it worse. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Not yeah. that I want to change. No, no I, I know. Just, I get it. Keep God it. forbid a cease and desist comes our way, Maddie. Yeah. I think we have options. Of course. Like I said, I just, uh, you know, you and I, just real <laughs> quick before we finish, Simon and I had a conversation last week about, if we had started a podcast not about Joe Rogan, how we probably ended up would have ended up just coming on the podcast and spoken about who Joe had on that week, regardless. And then and saying, then probably been like, we should have just done a podcast about Joe's show. That's right. So we saved ourselves fucking six months to a year of That's right. And we would have been like, Holy shit, we should be doing a show a show about Joe Rogan yeah. and it saved us six months. Yeah, no, Precisely. absolutely. Um, there was one thing I wanted to say. I heard a really good quote. Okay, and I'm sure I'm gonna butcher it. But okay. just bear with me. It was something along the lines of, we know what we know. We know what we don't know. But we don't know what we don't know. All right. Well, I hate that quote. I knew you would. <laughs> but I love it. Okay. I, I figured. And as really, soon as you said it, I could see the smile on your face. There are things out there that we don't even know about that we don't know about. I get it. I love it. I get it's, it. That it's just the statement is kind of paradoxical to me. That's of all. Of course, okay. that's the yes, point. Yes, I get it. I it's, Yes, I understand. It's amazing. Fucking I, ridiculous. Anyways, so take that for what it's worth. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. We good? Yeah, I mean, I did all the plugs. I, I assume no one's still listening at this point, so it that, is what I it bet is. you three people are still listening. Um, Accidentally. Thank you, Gavin and Workman. All, and thank you. Well, Alex uh, Anthopoulos, for thank sure. Thank you. There you yeah, go. Those, and I bet that's the first time Anybody has ever gotten his name right on this show? I doubt it. I, I probably butchered it. He's probably like these fucking idiots. No, but usually Kamar doesn't. So oh yeah, no, Kamar that's has got to be yeah. better. No, that's no, got to be better for sure. Anyways, thank you. Thank Thanks for everybody listening. Everybody for listening. Thank you for watching. You do it. Chico and, loves uh, you. We love you. Uh, we hope you have a great week weekend. We hope you tune in for the post show for the everything. There's a post show. Oh, that's right. No post show this week. We hope you tune in next week. Simon, you want to... Uh... Yeah, that's it. Keep your eyes open. <laughs>